This is The Monty Show, the truth in sports talk streaming. When you want unbiased opinions about your favorite team without the spin, all you have to do is find The Monty Show, streaming live and available 24 hours a day, seven days a week on YouTube. And now, here's Monty. My guys, what's up? The Monty Show is live every day, 3 to 6 Mountain, 5 to 8 Eastern, 2 to 5 Pacific Screw everybody in the central time zone. You're all in truck stop territory. Anyway, uh, see what it is. Truck stop, too. Bro, it's been 10 seconds. You know. Can you not wait? <laughs> What's up, my folks? Good to see you. The Monty Show, as always, is presented by our good friends at The Advocates, theadvocates.com. The best injury attorneys in the business. Did you get in a car accident because some jamoke was on his phone not paying attention? You didn't deserve that. You do deserve somebody to fight for you so you can focus on getting back to the best version of yourself and don't ever pay up front because at The Advocates, you don't pay until they win your case. So chat with an attorney live online 24-7, absolutely free at theadvocates.com. How the heck are you on Wednesday, April 5th? And as the title of the show denotes, bombshell! So a new report is out. And before we start talking about as the Pac-12 turns. Which is seemingly the the tradition on this program now. (laughs) Can I just tell you how done with as the Pac-12 turns? I am. I am so done with this. I am so done with it. But every day, every day, people are like, hey, hey, bro. Hey, bro, I'm telling you, I hear that every day. Hey, guys. Or I get guys in the comments and like, you guys change your opinion all the time. Like there's this dude rock in the comments section who constantly (laughs) gets filtered by YouTube. Again, I don't filter any comments. Like if you go and comment on a video. Yeah, exactly. Like I would never like filter Anita Dick. She's a nice gal. I'm I'm sure. Anita Dick. Right? (laughs) But this guy, Rock, is like, hey, you always hide my comments because you know that you just love the Pac-12. You're a Pac-12 homer. It's like, okay. And then the next comment will be like, you're a Big 12 homer. That's all you are, fat ass. It's like, come on, man. That I like that. It's, it's either you're a Big 12 homer, you're a Pac-12 homer. You don't watch the Big 12. You don't watch the Pac-12. Hey, bro, you change your opinion every day. Right. Which... If you watch this show, you know our opinion is exactly the same every Yes, day. yes, yes. So that's my burnout factor with this oh, topic. Man, now, that actually felt good. That was kind of like a, like a, a you know, a cleansing almost. Yeah, it was like when you have gas pressure and you just let it go a little bit. Yeah, you know? like yeah, you just dude, feel, I do. Yes, yes. You, you feel better. But having said that, as the Pac-12 turns, a new report today, uh, I believe from The Athletics, says that Arizona and Gonzaga are joining the Big 12 and that Arizona will be the first to bail. Gonzaga. To which I tell you, I think this is completely false. I don't believe this at all. I don't believe that Arizona, A, is going anywhere on their own or B, is going to be the first one to jump because they just aren't that kind of institution. That's just not who Arizona is. They're a basketball-only school, essentially, because their football program hasn't done anything ever in the history of football ever forever. So Arizona's not going anywhere without Arizona State, in my opinion. And from what we've been told, they are very closely connected. 
And I think Gonzaga has zero impact on the Pac-12 because I think the Pac-12 is well aware that Gonzaga is not going to join the conference. So I just don't put a lot of weight into this, and it doesn't pass the common sense test. And when I look at who's going where and when it's going to happen, we are not going to see anybody defect from the Pac-12 in a hurry. That's just not going to happen. But the thing I would caution you with is all of the Pac-12 supporters who are like, you've never seen anybody ever jump laterally or transgressions. Right now, today, there are things happening we've never seen before. Every single day in sports, we've never seen it before. For an institution like Arizona or Arizona State to go to the Big 12 is absolutely possible. They've had extensive conversations. It's the same thing I tell you about Utah pretty much every day. Is it likely? No. Is it possible? Absolutely, it's possible. Have Utah, Arizona, Arizona State had extensive conversations with Brett Yormark and others in the Big 12? They have. That's been confirmed five different ways by multiple sources. Right. So it's not a question of, is it possible? The question is, is it likely and when will it happen? And I'm here to tell you, it's not going to happen until at least they get a an offer on the table. An offer on the table where Brett Yormark says, this is the best I can do. And that has not happened yet. I think they've gotten their ESPN offer. I think they've had their conversations with Amazon. You know, I was told yesterday night that Apple TV is very hesitant to spend big dollars on sports because of the MLS situation. So I think Apple TV is very reticent right now. I just don't think that the Pac-12 has a fully vetted television deal that they are ready to present to the entire membership of the conference at this point, Jake. And until that happens, I don't see anybody leaving. Yeah, I mean, I, I think, yeah, certainly if there's not a uh, uh, an official offer or an official TV deal put in front of everybody, I don't think anybody can actually make a decision because, uh, because the reality is I think in the big picture, Pac-12 schools would love to stay in the Pac-12. I, I just think that's just what we've know, come to know about the Pac-12 and their mindset and and how they view their conference. They want to stay in the conference, but the reality is they're going to have to make a decision when the Pac-12 deal inevitably comes down and they have on a piece of paper what the numbers are going to be and what it looks like and, and all that good stuff. But I think the reason that this report about about Arizona and Gonzaga just doesn't, just doesn't fit is because, you know, Gonzaga just doesn't have any affiliation or any sort of connection or impact on 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 Pac-12 schools leaving. I mean, get, we've been telling you Gonzaga is a school that obviously is basketball first, but the, the big hurdle for Gonzaga going to the Big 12 was whether or not the Big 12 would be willing to take all of Gonzaga's sports. We now know uh, and have known for probably two weeks at this point, a little bit longer than that maybe, that the Big 12 is willing to take in all of Gonzaga's sports. So, so regardless of what the Pac-12 does, Gonzaga is in the driver's seat here. Gonzaga is in a position where they can just go when they want to. And the thing is, is I don't really understand how Gonzaga go, uh, going with Arizona, as the report says, helps Gonzaga. Because ultimately, if you're if you're Gonzaga in, in, in their position, all you're worried about is what benefits you and how you're going to make more money. So so if you're trying to make more money, why would you want to bring yet another team into the conference? I, I think what you would want to do is join the conference as soon as you can, 
get get as big a share out of the conference as you can possibly get for the TV revenue, and then go about your business. And then, you know, as far as Arizona is concerned, like we know that President Robbins is high on on the Big Twelve. We know that that he uh, has, you know, as he said, some affinities for the Big Twelve. But the reality of the situation is, is, is I don't think it's correct to say that Arizona all of a sudden just wants to jump to the front of the line and wants to be the trendsetter. I think that what Arizona wants is what's best for the state of Arizona and by extension their own program. And, and that would be making sure that ASU and Arizona are in the same conference at all times because there's a lot of synergy there. So to me, I just when we saw this report, I just, I, I was just like, dude, like this just doesn't, as you said, pass the lo- the the logical test, if you will. It doesn't pass the common sense yeah. test, and that that to me is is I feel like what we get every day on the Pac-12 in some form or fashion, whether whether it is you know uh, Joe Schmo reporting it or whether it is Canzano or whoever, it seems like there's always something, always. some story being told about the conference. Yeah, and that's the struggle. Is it? I think. You really have to ask yourself very clearly, like what makes sense in, 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 I think you, you, you by now understand what most of the variables in this game are, right? I mean, if we're being honest with each other, I think we all know it's simply a matter of money for the TV deal. It's a matter of who's going to get the money first and where's that money coming from? I, I, I truly believe that it is that simple. But the other issue is, is that I don't think that we're in a position where we really know if and when the 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 Pac-12 is going to get a legitimate TV deal. Mm-hmm. I think that is a that is a real question, and we've been telling you that they're going to get a deal. In my opinion, and from what sources have told us directly involved with the situation, they'd like to be at ESPN. I think they're going to get a deal that's going to put a game or two a week on regular cable TV. Yeah. And I think they're going to get another game or two, perhaps, on a stream. I think that's their deal. All of their games are not going to be on broadcast TV. Uh, You know, John Williams at uh, Forbes told us that, hey, you know, or told, uh, excuse me, CBS yesterday, that he sees it as almost impossible Mm -hmm. that that would happen. I, I don't know how you get all your games on TV at this point. I just don't see it as a as an option. Yeah, and I think the the struggle is is that you're you're in a place where I, I I think that there's just not a lot of demand for your product. And this has been my main argument the whole time that that it would be one thing if you had you know if you were the SEC and you had this crazy demand and you were winning national championships right. all the time and and everybody was just pining after your product because they know that ultimately you're going to be there and you're going to be relevant and everyone's going to watch and everyone's going to consume the content but i think you know your point about apple tv a second ago being hesitant to spend money because of what's happened with the mls or frankly in better words what hasn't happened with the mls which is people watching it and consuming it and buying membership to Apple TV, you know, when a platform like Apple TV is hesitant to spend money, just check that box, cross them off the list. Like they're not interested because it's not a guarantee that people are going to watch Cal football or Stanford football or Oregon football. Like it's just not a guarantee for the Pac-12 the way it is for other schools. So I think that ultimately is the struggle. When you have that struggle and you combine the philosophical uh, you know, stance of a lot of these presidents, it yeah. just makes 
for a no-win situation because the presidents feel like, hey, TV's the only option, and and we don't really have another route to go. And and yeah, sure, streaming's coming, but that doesn't mean that it that it's here. And I think that's the that's the trouble. So it's like, all right, if 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 you're not in demand and you want to be on TV, good luck getting money. That is the problem, and has been the problem. Yeah, I, I just don't see. And again, this is just my opinion. I don't see a path forward for this particular group of presidents to be forward thinking when it comes to stream and technology. I don't see a path forward where you can expect these guys to make the right decisions to move this conference forward. I think this group of presidents is so focused on what each one of their schools is going to make per year. They're almost, you know, in essence, writing off streaming because the short term is, is not the, the net gain that they're used to. <coughs> But you're not going to get it in, in any way, shape, or form. You're not going to get that number that you're used to. Those, I, I think those ships have sailed yeah. for the Pac-12. You just need to act pragmatically for the best health of the conference on the whole. And that is not doing some three-year deal to get most of your games on TV. Thanks. Because in th you're just putting a Band-Aid over it. You're going to have to go back to market in two, excuse me, in two years. Yeah. And I just don't see how that's a win. How on earth is that a win? Because I, I don't I don't see that as positive and productive. Well, and if it makes I mean if it makes the conference feel better that they're gonna survive another three years, I guess great. But but I I, I think the other concept within that is hey, if you bring a deal, I and we really should stop saying if but when, because yeah. ultimately that's what I and I'm and when I say sourced information, I'm talking about like four, five, sometimes even six really high up the chain people saying pretty much the same thing, which is, hey, you're you're going to be somewhere between 17 and 22 a year per school. And, and I, that it, has not really changed. No, I mean, it's been consistent. I so, think we have we have been we have been pretty consistent that they were never going to get 30 million dollars that the Pat once the Big 12 made that deal. That was it. And it, and you knew that almost as soon as they got that deal, the indicator was the smear campaign from the Pac-12. Yeah. Oh, they, they left money on the table. Okay, well, where's the money they left on the table? Where is that? Because I don't hear that rhetoric anymore. But as soon as this deal was done, oh, they left money on the table. Oh, we'll do better than that. Well, where is that? You, I think the Pac-12, from the moment that that Big 12 deal was done, I think they knew they were in significant, significant deep water. Yeah. I think they knew. And there's there's really no way out of that. Really, there is there is no way out of that. Uh, first one in today, J-Rod uh, says, Good afternoon, gentlemen. Time to get bucked up bombshell. Yes! Hey, man. Cheers to you. All right, let's crack them Cheers open Cheers to you. Let's, let's crack go. Them open. Let's go. Harmons has them two for $4, man. And we bought them out of Miami. So the rest of this week... Yeah, we're on that Miami life, bro. We're on that Miami life. Haven't had. Cheers, friends. Yes. Cheers. <sighs> Have not had trouble finding Miami this week. Thankfully. Yes. Appreciate that. Uh, Kurt Myers, the best darn sports show, period. Appreciate you, bro. Thank you. Lopes Van Gabe says, hit the like button. Yes, please do go ahead and hit the like button. We appreciate that. Uh, C. Kaufman, what's up? Mike Chase, what's up? Truck Stop Gumby. Says, happy Wednesday, my guy. How the heck are you? Uh, C. Coppin says he hit the like button. Big Al Smitty. Look at all the questions I'm bucked up. Yeah, let's go. Let's I love go. it. 
Uh, Miami are great bucked up. Well, I will tell you, in the in the can, you're not beating Miami. I'm no. telling you, from, from my money, Miami's the best flavor. Yeah. But it, when you're doing BCAs at buckedup.com, the, the racked BCAs in grape creme de la. Can't beat them. I'm telling the the flavor is the flavor's amazing. Um, let's see, Eric C. What's up, my San Diego guy? Says, can we get a look at me? I'm the captain now from Jake today. Yeah, I mean, if, if that's what you need to get get it going, I mean, you know, I, I guess it's just random. I don't know. Do, do, all right, yeah. do you have a drop? Look, I, no, I don't have a drop. I don't have that drop. Are you kidding? Look at me. Look at me. <laughs> I am the captain now. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, what's up? Patrick Boren says, AZ schools packing, ready to drive to Texas Tech. Um, I do think the Arizona schools will be the first to jump. I, I, I have almost no doubt about that. Um, I think Stanford, Cal, Oregon, Washington are tied together. And I have no read on what Colorado and Utah are going to do. Yeah. Because I think Colorado, Colorado needs time. Colorado needs the long game here because I think they need some time for Dion to get up and running. I think that's absolutely critical for them. He needs to start winning games as soon as they can because that's just going to raise their profile and raise their value. Yep. Uh, so I think they need to play the long game. I, I do. I think they need to play the long game. Uh, there's plenty of toast for all the butter. Yes. Says, hope everyone has a nice day. Wow. Casual. Wow, I like it. Uh, Smitley. Says, let's go. Got my bucked up shaker cup, hey, green and black. Hey, the best shaker go. cup in the business. In the description below, there's a link to get your free uh, bucked up shaker cup and three free samples. I'm telling you to get the pre-workout. If you're a workout guy like we are, um, I admit my lazy ass did not get out of bed today. I did not go to the gym because, of course, the weather folks told us it was going to be snowy bitch? and miserable. It's not. It's sunny and like 45 degrees. Do you even lift? In Salt Lake City today. So Nate Simon says, hi, guys. Hello. Lopes fan Gabe um, says, my son's circle of friends can't stop with this stupid Logan Paul KSI drink. What? What is Lo Does Logan Paul have an energy drink? Apparently. Okay. I'm not. Am I the only one here that's not a Logan Paul fan? Can somebody am help me? Am I the me? only one here who's not a fan of the Paul brothers? Yeah, I, I'm not at all. I am not at all. You're not even a little bit. Uh, Mr. Preston says, happy Wednesday, casuals. Let's go. I'm about to throw back my Miami bucked hey. up in pressure preparation for the show. Let's, Let's go. go. Uh, John uh, Famlor, what's up, fam, uh, says, didn't they just put out a short saying no one had any plans to leave the Pac-12? No. What we did is put out a short um, because we were told that uh, nobody is, is going to jump until the TV deal's done. But again, this is not this is not our deal. So there you go. Uh, Charles M says they change their mo their positions when they change their underwear, and yet here you are every day, Charles. Still listening. Still every in single day. To troll. Every single day, which is why we don't read your comments. Uh, Jacob Delambo, new hey, member of the show. Okay, hey, let me pull let's it go, Delambo. Let's go. Got a boy. Let's go. I love it. Uh, Chad. Master says, Rip Golden Blue, dude. Uh, memory eternal. Indeedy do. Uh, appreciate that. For those who don't know, Golden Blue, dude, passed away from complications with Crohn's disease yesterday. Uh, that broke during the show, so we appreciate all of your uh, good tidings there. Lopes Van Gabe says, let's go to Lambo. Indeedy do. 
Uh, let's go to Lambo. Uh, Christopher Shannon says you watch Tulane versus Louisiana. Louisiana. I I think Tulane's got value, but they've won one game. That's the <laughs> bottom line, right? They, I mean, they beat USC. Yeah. They beat USC. They had a really good year last Here's year. But, I'm the best there is. I mean, if we're being honest, doesn't isn't Tulane living off of that victory in the bowl game against USC? If you ain't first, you're last. I mean, right now they're first because that was the last game of the year. Yeah. You know, if if we're yeah, if we're I mean, being honest, yeah. right? Yes, that's that's my opinion. Uh, Nate says for the schools that are changing conferences next year and made the NCAA tournament this year, will the credits they earned this year transfer to the new conferences? No, they stay with the old. They stay with the old. Yeah, because they earn those in that conference. Yeah, it's prorated. So that's money for the conference to distribute to its members. Yeah. It's so, member yeah. institutions. Yep. Uh, let's see. C. Kaufman says those payments are a few years behind. They are. Uh, Gumby says program. Program. Okay. Okay. Program. I like it. Program. I like it. Um, let's, whoa. Huge comment dump. We appreciate that. Uh, to master says bucked up never fails. Uh, it gets you tail. See, like it's, it's, see what he did it there. Rhymes. Yeah. See what he did it there. Rhymes. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like that's yeah. that's that's yeah. That's good. See what he did there. Uh, David Sebesta uh, says win one big game. Boise has been riding that horse for 15 years. <laughs> is that accurate though? If we're being totally honest, is that accurate? Is Boise? <laughs> what is the what is the value in Boise State? If we're being just brutally honest, what is the value in Boise State? Because they were they were you know they were one of the early you know BCS busters. I mean they weren't you know Utah was the first BCS buster, right? But you have the Statue of Liberty play, the proposal on the sideline, like you had all those great moments. But when is the last time that Boise State was truly relevant nationally? Yeah, man, it's been a long time. A decade at least. Yeah. Right? And has to have been. You you look at Chris Peterson leaving there, certainly you have to trace it back to that. Right? He goes to Washington and brings them to the top of the conference. I just don't I I don't see Boise, I don't see Colorado State, I don't see Fresno State having tons of value. Yeah. I I, I don't see there being just, you know, pots of gold in each one of those towns. Now if Boise finishes this renovation that they're doing campus-wide on all their sports facilities, you know, if they start winning and they recruit at a higher level, and okay, maybe we can have that conversation. But truly, if you look at Boise versus Utah State, yeah, is one really that more much more valuable than the other? No, and I think the struggle is is that locationally you're not in some huge market. You know, I mean, that's literally to me. Right now, that's the only reason San Diego State's even in the conversation is because they are in Southern California and they they did go deep in the tournament. You know, like that's that they have that very fortunate combination. Yeah, I agree. Truck Stop Gumby says Smurf Turf. Yes, uh, Bryce Martin says different topic. If Texas wins the Big Twelve, do you think that delegitimizes the conference and will make them less appealing to potential future members? Uh, not at all. No. Nah. And I, I think Sark has a lot of proving to do at Texas. If we're, you know, again, if we want to get down to brass tacks and we want to truth tell about Texas, let's be very honest. Yeah. They're a bust like every year. You feel like Texas should, I mean, like, shouldn't Texas have won the national championship based on summertime <coughs> hype for like the last decade? Yeah. Right. But now he's got a legitimate staff. He's got one of the best defensive staffs in the country. Um, 
I mean, they they have all of the talent you need at quarterback, obviously, mm-hmm. with Arch Manning and and the depth that they have there. Like, there's no reason they should not win. If they do not win this year and the next five years, I think you're you're clearly pointing the finger at, yes. at Steve Sarkeesian. Yes, but I'm of the. I don't know if I should say I'm of the belief. I think there is something to this idea that Texas is cursed. Like they just have not come through. There is, there is whatever the bad juju is, whatever Taysom Hill from BYU did jumping over them. Like they've just not, they've never recovered from that. They've not been, they've not been relevant. Mac is gone. Like he's at North Carolina. Like you're just not, you're not that guy anymore. Yeah. You know, and, and they're not dissimilar to USC. Only USC went and got Lincoln Riley, and all of a sudden they got a Heisman Trophy winner. You're not that and, guy, pal. Trust me. You're not that guy. You're not that dissimilar. You're this golden brand. But has Texas ever really been, you know, that dynasty program that everybody says they are? Yeah, when was the last time Texas was actually feared? When was the last time well, Texas Vince was? Young's, Vince Young's time at Texas, yeah, right? I mean, we all remember that game. I remember yeah. the Texas Vince Young's time at yeah, Vince dude. Young's time at Texas against yeah. the, the USC battles. and yes. Yes. I would say that's that's the last time they were really, truly relevant. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I, I would agree that Sark's got proving to do, and I think that, you know, I, I don't if they were to win the Big 12, I don't think that destabilizes the conference Not or delegitimizes the conference. I think, you know, it would be a, it would be a nice, little, nice little cherry on top, I guess, for them, but I, I don't think it has some negative effect. Yeah, and I just don't think that we should be assuming that big things are coming to Austin this year. They yeah. got to earn it. They got to earn it. Seriously. Uh, Swoop. Hello, Swoop. Swoop. Good to see you. BSU. Okay. Okay. Um, Riley O'Brien, the uh, RV king of Utah. You need an RV hookup. You see Riley O'Brien. Hey, Monty. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. Hey, Monty. Hey, guys. Riley, how are you? Good to see you. Patrick Boren says, Bryce Martin answer. (laughs) Texas is back. Texas is back every year. <laughs> every, am I like? Am year. I wrong about that? Like, no. it seems like every single year we get. Oh my God, Texas is coming for that. Well, you ass. know what it is. I mean, Fox right? is incredibly good at at promoting them and making sure that you know it's Big Saturday on Fox and it's Texas and whoever they're gonna try and kick the hell out of. Like, I mean, that's that's just what it is. And and I think you know. And again, I mean, it, it's so funny we're you know having this opinion on 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 the University of Texas, is this not the same opinion we have on the Cowboys? Is this not the same opinion that we have on other other teams in in the state of Texas? And it just is a common denominator. It is. But the weird thing is, tell me I'm wrong, but shouldn't Texas have been better under Tom Herman? Yes. Right? Yes. You thought when Tom Herman went to Texas, oh, <laughs> shit, here we go. Here we go. We got the momentum back. We feel good. We're yeah. recruiting. And then, yeah, you fell on your face. Now, Sark is there, and you just, just almost beat Alabama. Almost done cow, man. But you didn't, right? That's the hard part. Tim B., how the heck are you, buddy? He says, isn't there a June 30th deadline for a PAC team to give required notice to leave? Uh, not when you don't have a grant of rights, there's not. You don't have, I mean, that grant of rights essentially is the only thing holding you to the conference. Um, and all of their, that's why there's so much upheaval next year because yeah. the TV contract expires. Like, that's why you're looking at Texas and Oklahoma trying to get out of your early, paying to get out of your early. Because when dude. the TV contract comes up, like. Panic is going to set in in the Pac-12 in short order because, 
again, and, and this is kind of the conversation we were having when all the presidents were out doing media rounds and talking and everything. Those guys and gals were doing that because they wanted to beat back that fire a little bit. Correct. The, hey, the house is burning down fire. They wanted to beat that thing down a little bit. And, and to me, you can sit here and say all day that, oh, well, we've got all kinds of time and we're not behind and we're not off schedule because we would have just started negotiating this oh, thing. And it's like, fine. everything's cool, even though we're trying to put out a, a, a 5,000 yeah, square like foot standing, house with a you're, water hose. You're standing in front of the conference offices that are on fire and you're like, no. This is fine. You've got your little hose plugged into what? the spigot out back. And you've got your, you're like, yeah, it's fine. Here, let me squeeze my little water hose head. What's a little smoke damage? Come who on, dude. Who doesn't like a little smoke inhalation? Waves in opposition. You know. Come on, dude. Like, that's what this, but that's what it feels like in the Pac-12. But the point and, is, is that the grant of rights running out, right? The grant of rights expiring every day that goes by. You're one day closer, one less day to get a deal done. And I'm telling you, once you get inside of like, that at all. dude, like once you get inside of probably, I don't know, 300 days in, or once you're inside of a year that thing's expired, I, I mean, you have to start panicking on some level. Yeah, at you, some I mean, level, on some level. Right? Like you got to start saying, okay, hey, we've only got a year left here. What are we doing? Yeah. Like it's crazy. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know what the answer to that is. I really don't know what the answer to that is. Um, you know, and I think to me anyways, I, I I guess I could be wrong, but I think inside the conference, there's been a ton of panic. I think if, if, if we're being totally honest about it, I think the level of panic is directly tied to the delay in this TV contract. It's You want to talk about destabilizing conference. This is a code 10 abort. You've destabilized this conference. Yeah by overvaluing yourself and not understanding who you are and where you are. And you can say what you want about Texas, for instance. Say what you want about Texas and Oklahoma. Those are desired brands. There's more desire in the Texas-Oklahoma brand than there is in the, in the remainder of the Pac-12, if we're being brutally honest. right? Like Oklahoma and Washington certainly ain't Texas and Oklahoma. And I think the real issue is, is that you don't have a guy who can even understand how to pull the parachute, right? It can't pull the ripcord and get a deal done here. And every day that goes on, a new rumor, a new rumor, a new rumor. And I'm telling you straight up, hey, nobody's ready to jump today, but I don't care what any Pac-12 insider says. These, Every one of these schools, essentially, I think the six schools, Oregon, Washington, the Arizona schools, Colorado, and Utah, I, I know factually, everybody but Oregon, and I've been told Oregon has talked to the Big 12. Everybody but Oregon, I can tell you multiple ways we've confirmed have talked to the Big 12. Facts. Now, I don't believe for a second that Oregon and Washington are going to the Big 12. They're, I just don't think that they will do that. Yeah. I think Oregon, Washington, Cal, Stanford, and Utah will sit in the Pac-12 until the house is burned down and the smoldering is stopped. Then they will be like, well, shit, a storm's coming. We better find somewhere to live. Like, I, I, honestly, I think that's what it'll be because I, I just think they value each other so much more yeah. than they would value going to the Big 12. Now, having said that, I think the Arizona schools, I think Colorado, I am certain that if you called today, if you called Corvallis or the Palouse today, that'd be done. I, I am almost certain that 
those four schools would be happy to make it happen. Yeah. Happy to. I think Colorado would be happy to make it happen. I do. Half of me says if you had a if you had an equal valuation, I think Nebraska would be happy to make it happen. Yeah. Honest to goodness, I think Nebraska realizes that the mistake they made chasing the almighty dollar, oh. they, they are absolutely irrelevant in the Big Ten. Yeah. Absolutely irrelevant. So I I, I think it's interesting. Uh, Ty Hendricks gives us a dollar ninety nine. Uh, to say, great show today, guys. Horns down. Appreciate you. Thanks for being here, uh, Ty Hendricks. Let's see. Uh, Alan Tran says he lied. Okay. Who lied? I have no idea. No idea. You know, like it is, it's just really interesting to me to see that all of, all of the panic is what's so interesting to me. Um, let's see. Patrick Bourne, a member, says Monty on point today. Appreciate that. Alan Tran says they have to get rid of the Longhorn Network. Well, the Longhorn Network's dead. Tier 3 rights don't exist anymore. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's just, if, if you look at the deals, and why do you need the Longhorn Network, right? Like, that's not something that has been, I don't know what's the right way to say it. That's not something that's been prolific. That's not something that's been, you know, like that's, that's made you very little money. Right. So I don't think anybody minds that. The, the question's going to be who's going to transform the way they do business? Who's going to, instead of, hey, let's have our softball game on the Longhorn Network, who's going to say, well, hey, let's, let's make one-off insider content on the football team, the basketball team, and, you know, like here in Utah, it would be the Red Rocks, or take me behind the scenes, right? Like they're doing at the Masters. They have everybody mic'd up at the Masters now, yeah. or... That's when the game's going to change. And you're going to put that on your YouTube and your social. That's when you're going to really start making more money. Yes. And you're going to and you're going to put a, you know, you're going to put a Boeing logo on that, let's say for Washington or that's when that's when it'll get serious. When you start operating like a lot of the production house schools, for instance, BYU, BYU TV is no longer a major player in sports. It had been and I think BYU Sports Nation will always be. But BYU is not just going to shut down their TV channels. BYU is not just going to shut down their Sirius XM channel. Yeah. They're not going to do that. What are they going to do? They're going to continue to put out great content just like they always do. Their practice yes, stuff, yes. their uniform reveals, their one-off stuff that makes them money, brings them following, brings them prestige. That's, that's the kind of thing that it shocks me that every school doesn't do it. Yeah. That every school doesn't do it. That every football team in the NFL doesn't do it. The teams run away from, you know, the, the hard knocks stuff. Why would you run away from hard knocks? Because yeah. you don't embrace it because you're scared about what people are going to see when it should be just the opposite. You should be doing hard knocks already. Yep. You should be doing that all year long, but it's amazing to me specifically in, in the box of this conversation. It's amazing to me how many schools have no idea how this works. They just don't, they, they don't know. They they don't embrace YouTube. Well, they the don't. funny thing is, is they teach it, right? Like, like YouTube courses and like, like I'll just throw it under the marketing umbrella for now. But like, whether you want to call it content creation or whatever label you want to put on it, no, for a fact, it, it it's in it's in. There's courses available at major universities to learn how to do this stuff. So it's it's always been amazing to me that like, hey, you have a professor on campus teaching it. 
And you're telling me that that the kids that are learning how to do this stuff wouldn't love the opportunity to 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 be in the in the Texas locker room when something crazy happens, or to be in in the Utes locker room when they win a third consecutive Pac-12 championship, or yeah. whatever moment you want to like, dude, like, come on, man, like it, it's it to me, it's just a lack of understanding about how important it is to create one-off content that nobody can get anywhere else but where you put it. Yeah, totally agree. I just, it's shocking to me. It, it, it is really, because that, I mean, if you guys think about the way you you enjoy your football, right? Like if, if you're a fan of who's in the chat right now, if you're a swoops in the chat right now, if you're a Utah fan, would you not love to see Jim Harding working with the offensive line? Would you not love to see when Eric Weddle comes to practice, his interactions or Morgan Scally working with, you know, his DBs or Kyle Whittingham with his hands on his players? And like, wouldn't you love to go behind the scenes for the lead up to the SC game last year? Wouldn't you love to be in the quarterback room with Cam Rising? Right? Like those are the things that you're just you're just trying to figure that out. If you're at BYU, wouldn't you love to be behind the scenes when Kalani Sataki's making massive coaching changes? That's what we all want to see. And we want to see wins. And we want to see guys crying because it's senior night. Yeah. And we want to be in their apartments. And we want to be at home. And we want to be on the bus. Like, but how, who's willing to do that? Who's willing, what, what school is willing to do that? You know who's willing to do it? Your boy, Deion Sanders. That, Stay hard. That's who's willing to do it. Your guy, yes. Deion Sanders, yes, he is. has a camera that follows him everywhere he goes. Yes. Home, office, taking a dump, going in the pool, What's up, check, big bro? checking the mail. There's a camera. Yeah. Yep. And that's how it should be. And that's how it has to be. That's why there's so much excitement around him. Yep. And yet so many people will not do it. Yeah. So many people just won't do it. And so many people have yet to go to barbecue pit stop, bbqpitstop.com, the best barbecue equipment in this here country, bbqpitstop.com. Shop online. You know the best part about their website. You can chat with them online. Customer or not, hey, you know, I got this Traeger smoker. I have a ham for Easter. How long do I need to let this five-pound ham? Hey, you know, I'm making wings or I'm making tomahawks. They'll give you advice on it. You can shop on their website. And anytime you hear Barbecue Pit Stop, I'm telling you right now, you just need to think, hey, this is the best barbecue equipment in the business, right? Because you know you're getting Yoder, Traeger, Big Green Egg, Camp Chef. They've got them all. Everyone you want. No, I'm a Traeger guy. Aaron Wood 885. Hey, baby. Right? Like, incredibly sexy. Yes. I'm telling you now, they've got all of them. And they've got all the accoutrements. You need a mat for the ground so the ground doesn't get dirty. You need a cover. Your cover is, you're going to invest in a smoker? Cover's absolutely imperative. Yes. Imperative. You also want that asado seasoning, the best seasoning in the barbecue game. Yes. And I mean, put it on your wings. Put it on your eggs. Asado seasoning on eggs. Oh, yeah, my God. Yep. It will change your life. Get it Thanks. at bbqpitstop.com. If you're in Utah, check out any of their soon-to-be six locations. Logan, Layton, Lehigh. Payson. 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 Payson opens up on the 14th. They have their grand opening a week from Friday. Uh, they're also in St. George. They're also in Murray across from the mall. I'm telling you guys. Barbecue Pit Stop, the best in the business, bbqpitstop.com. Um, talking about all these wild rumors today um, about, you know, that it is, it is incredible to me how many people are like, well, this is, 
it I can't even keep track of the Pac-12 nonsense. Yeah. Like one of the things I've trained myself not to do is not to read Twitter on the Pac-12. Yeah, I'm going to be nice. Like, hey, if I'm not getting it from a major news source, I'm not getting it at all. Yeah. Uh, Nate Davis. Yeah, Utah needs the the behind the scenes from Friday. I would love to see Kyle and him talk. I would love to see Cam and talk to his mom. Well, think about them at the Rose Bowl. Yes. Think about them at the Rose Bowl, man. But like you see what Utah is doing. Like Utah creates like one-off video here and there, right? Like like they created a video when Utah went to the Rose Bowl, right? They like they did that. And they create a kind of a recap video after each game. But you don't really you're not getting I, I guess the best way to say it is yes, Utah creates some content. They do. But you're not getting like that real valuable, can't get it anywhere else type stuff. I mean, I I can get like I can get a hype video. I can get yeah. hey, like Wow, look at this beautiful cinematic video. And it is beautiful. They do a great job, 100%. But it's not, it is not NFL players struggling to work through COVID protocol during the pandemic. It's not, you know, uh, uh, you know, Tom Brady behind the scenes. It's not, you know, the Dallas Cowboys. It's not, you know what I mean? Like, it's not that behind the scenes stuff that, that it like, one of the greatest moments in Hard Knocks in the last couple of seasons was Dak bringing, bringing, or it might have been Zeke giving Dak, you know, Louis Vuitton stuff. Like, you just don't get to see that stuff. And I wish that colleges would be more open open to it because they kind of do it yeah. now, but they just don't do it to a proper level. Yeah, I think it is. Uh, I think it's fascinating. I really do. Uh, Alan Tran, or Elaine Tran, excuse me, Dion Coach of the Year. You're you're like into it. You're on that. You're on that rail. Yeah, I mean, I I I I think he has the potential to do great things. Yep, I agree. Uh, Jaron Eccles, what's up, my guy? Full swing did an amazing job showing behind the scenes in men's golf. Absolutely loved it, dude. Loved it. But you see what I mean? That's a perfect example. Loved it. Yeah, you loved it. Uh, you say, uh, let's see, Craig Kirsch. I don't know who Craig Kirsch is. Uh, said that that yet you're defending college football when in a nation of 330 million people, 17 tune in to watch its championship game, less than 5%. Linear TV has another decade at most. Yeah, I totally disagree with that. I, I think that is, to, I think that's way, way off. Goathead Prime says <laughs> Dion the Goat. Dion the Goat. Amen. <laughs> hey, uh, Gary Singer says, I missed the first 10 minutes of the Monty show. Are they reporting that Arizona and Arizona state most likely will be? No, I'm not. We're not reporting that. We were talking about a, a, an AZ central, uh, report. There were, there are a bunch of reports that say Arizona is the first one to jump and we're just telling settle down. Schemers trying to control their little world. Just settle relax, down. Dude, settle down. Relax. The, the main one is at AC Central. If you're a member of, of AC Central, you can read it. If you're not, sorry to hear that. Uh, but there's an AC Central report that Arizona, even though they it said something to the effect of, and I think it's complete trash in my opinion, that even though that, you know, they've denied reports that they are undoubtedly lining up a move. Relax. I don't think they're going anywhere. I don't. And I still maintain that nobody is going to make a move until the Pac-12 TV deal is done. Yeah. Nobody is going to do that. Uh, Brett Burnett says, Taste some Hill really hurt Texas. 
Every Texans get every Texan gets worked up when talking about Taysom Hill. He mm, dominated yeah. them. That's one of the, in my opinion, that is one of the greatest plays in Bronco Mendenhall's tenure as a coach at Notre, at uh, BYU. It's my quarterback. Taysom Hill jumping over that. I mean, you know, um, that's just me. Yeah. That's just yeah. me. Um, Goathead Prime says, hey, Monty, how long do I cook my goat? He's looking at me funny. Excellent. Uh, Bryce Martin says, Twitter, only place where you'll get two stories that are both lies and you have to find the truth in the middle. It's ridiculous. It is. If you're getting your, if you're getting your stuff off of, if you're getting your stuff off of Twitter, you're doing it wrong. Yeah. I, I'm telling you now that it's just not. It's a problem. I mean, there's no question about, yeah, about don't it do that it. it's a problem. Don't, yeah. Don't do you're it. You're asking for trouble, man. I, I'm, I am. Don't say we didn't warn you. Don't say we didn't, didn't warn, warn you. You know, uh, let's see. Kialani says, I love how his opinion isn't backed by facts. What do you, what opinion who's are you talking it, yeah, about? Yeah, whose opinion? Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, Roman Moroni. Moroni. Nebraska isn't irrelevant. It's not irrelevant. <laughs> Just stop right there, bro. That volleyball. <laughs> yeah, I probably should. Just stop right there, bro. <laughs> that volleyball team is not only good, but smoking. You need to get your priorities right. Okay, well, thank you for clarifying. I'm a big fan about volleyball uniforms. I am. Good. I'm a big fan. You know. I, I, I You know. But it's fine. <laughs> David Sebasta, AZ Central, about as credible as a national inquirer. Well, I think the problem for people like AZ Central, when you have a paywall up, you have to be sensational. It's a problem we deal with in Salt Lake City all the time. Yep. The Salt Lake Tribune is brutal. It's absolutely brutal. And why is that? Because they put up headlines that are complete BS so that you'll buy the the subscription to their to their digital site. Oh my god, the Utah Jazz uh were ashamed of homeless people on the yeah. street. Yeah, dude. I'm telling like, you. Come on. Um Goathead Prime. I've read far too many of your comments already. Uh Coach Prime told the goat, little let's go little goat and play with the Big Twelve. Yeah, I'm sure he did. It's too early to be day drinking. Bob Holsey says National Enquirer nailed the Clintons years ago. What? Okay. Uh, really? Don't fuck. What are like, you talking like, about? Dude, what, what are we... Why are we talking about the Clintons, bro? We're here <laughs> See, to talk football. Is, like, what are we doing? This is the other part of this story that drives me crazy. And thank God bro. football at 50 is four minutes away. Yeah. The Clinton... We're talking about Big 12, Pac-12, and it's, oh, the Clintons. Oh, He's man. Opposition. I mean, you say their name, you're a dead man. Oh, lock her up. You're lock a dead man. Up. You are absolutely a dead man. You know. Uh, Nate Davis says uh, streaming games for college football and college basketball has to happen. Yeah. Uh, Brent Burnett says Texas uh, might root for Taysom, but they get frustrated about what he did if you talk BYU. Okay. Okay. That's cool. That's cool. Uh, are we live? No. No, nope. this is uh, this is going to be pre-recorded. Uh, not live. You nope. know. Yeah, no, uh, not live. Geoff says, hey, guys, we talking about the Pac-12 again? Neat. And, well, and by the Whatever. way, Geoff, Shohei Otani in the... He's the, on the tube, dude. He's on TV without his broadcasters because they're back at Disneyland because... <laughs> They're back at Disneyland. Did you guys hear Excuse this story? Me, it's I'm California serious. California Adventure. Did you hear this story about the Angels? The Angels refuse to travel any of their broadcasters because <laughs> they say it's too expensive. They're the only team in sports who doesn't do that. 
And then they employ somebody from the athletic at their radio station who said, it's a bad look for the angels that they don't travel their broadcasters. So they fired him from their, their flagship radio station. But now, let me tell you what now. Dude, I'm telling what you. What are we doing? I'm telling you. What are we doing? It's not good. Jorge in Mexico. Jorge, good to see you. Hey, guys, when are we talking uh, if the Jazz also tank next year? <laughs> well, you, say, uh, you say also like, oh, man. You know. Nice assumptive language there, sir. You know. Salty drunk, what's up? Hey, guys, ETA on NBA chat so I don't miss it, please. 12 minutes. Yeah. Alema Harrington will join us in about 30 minutes uh, from our good friends at uh, TridayTrading.com. Yes, 12 minutes, Salty. And we have got some stuff to talk about today. Uh, let's see. Jerry Davis says, over or under 75% Big 12 invites UConn all sports. Uh, I think that over-under is a little aggressive, my guy. I, I mean, I would be – I, I mean, if you're agree. asking me what the over-under should be, I would say it's probably more like 50%. I, yeah. think that, I think that the Big 12 is considering it truly. And I know it sounds corny, but I really do think that the Big 12 is like, all right, what are our options here? We've got UConn. You know, we've got Creighton. You know, we've got Gonzaga, which basically is done thing already. Like, we've got a couple options here. What do we want to do? So I wouldn't say 75%, certainly. I would agree. All right. Football 50, 10 of the hour, every hour on the Monty Show. Hey, we bring you the biggest stories in football, presented by our good friends at Papa Murphy's Pizza. Papa Murphy's Pizza, use the promo code MONTY25 to get 25% off your purchase of $25 or more. Aaron Rodgers is still not a New York Jet. Right. Is it going to happen? Like, Another rumor we see, the San Francisco 49ers are now said to be interested in acquiring Aaron freaking Rodgers. I just, I cannot believe the New York Jets would let him get away. Like, I would be stunned uh -huh. if the Jets, who are so quarterback thirsty, they have zero starting quarterbacks on their roster. You have got to go and get Aaron Rodgers. And if you got to give up that first round pick, I think you got to do it. Yeah, I just don't understand why there's so much hesitancy around it. I don't understand why why this is some shocking revelation that the Packers would expect a first round pick for Aaron Rodgers. I mean, what are we talking about here? I mean, did you really think that you were going to be able to get away by giving second and third round picks as compensation? I think they like, did. Like, I, I mean, think they did. I, I don't know what world you're living in, and, and, and I hate to be an asshole about it, but this is what the Jets do. This is who they've always been. This is how you run your crappy organization. Like, this is why you are the Jets every single year, and this is why you're going to be a defensive team that never is going to win anything because you can't get a deal done. They have the 13th pick in the first round, and the Packers want that pick if they're going to trade Aaron freaking Rodgers. If you're the Jets, would you give that up? Yes. yes. You would. Yes, because what happened to the narrative of we're one player away? What happened to the week five, week six? Oh, my God. If we had a quarterback, you know, not named Zach Wilson, we would be a playoff team. What, what happened but to that? But let's be honest about this. Yeah. If you are, and again, this is just my opinion. If you are the New York Jets and you're looking at Aaron Rodgers, can you really say, okay, he's going to win us a Super Bowl? He has not been a great postseason player. You can't say, hey, he's going to win us a Super Bowl, but you can definitely say, hey, he's going to take us to the playoffs. 
he's good enough. You'll be the best team in the division. I, I, and I am not the, I am not the guy that has blood flowing to the lower extremities on Josh Allen the way you do. I, well, but stay home. You, am I wrong? Hey, guy gets into the postseason. I, he does. But if if the Jets get Aaron Rodgers, they're a better team than they are nah. a better team than the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, maybe. You, you doubt bunch, that. You got a bunch of young guys on that defense who haven't played a postseason game. Oh, I think they're phenomenal defensively. The I'm question is, do they? Good. Yeah, I don't. I don't I, know. They're man. a good defense, but but I feel like everyone just is like, well, if you got talent on your roster and they show they can do it in the regular season, that means it'll ball out in the postseason. I'm telling you, that's not the case. Yeah, I don't know, man. I think it is interesting. It's going to be interesting to see. It is going to be interesting to see. I I am, and again, this is just my opinion. I think Aaron Rodgers is at a tipping point in his, his career yeah. where if you were to trade for him, I think he would be highly motivated yeah. to try and win a Super Bowl to save his legacy. But I'm certainly not putting all my chips in on him. I, I am not putting all my chips in to say that that he's going to – I no, I'm not. I think it's a mistake. And if I'm the Jets – I'm probably trading that 13th overall pick if that's what it comes down to. But now that you supposedly Allegedly. have the 49ers involved in it, I think that changes things significantly. If you're Aaron Rodgers, you trying to be in the AFC or the NFC? Oh, I think he would love to shove it up the rear orifice of the Green Bay Packers. I think he would love to be a San Francisco 49er. <laughs> and remember, he went to Cal, so he's got uh, regional familiarity. He's going like, home. I I think he would love that, and the only question that I have is, what do the Niners have to offer? Because they don't have a first-round pick. Yeah. So what do you have to offer if you're the San Francisco 49ers that the Jets don't have? It's I'm telling you, my my firm opinion is this is going to come down to whether or not the Jets want to give up a first-round pick. Yeah, but if you're the Jets, are you really willing? To, to not do a deal over one first round Apparently. Pick. Like, that's incredible Apparently. to me, dude. Like, when is it? Like, seriously, when is the last time the New York freaking Jets, the 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 Rex Ryans of the world, the, the, the Robert Salahs of the world, when's the last time you had a guy that could actually be productive for you, dude? Like, like Mark Sanchez, Zach Wilson, you know, Chad Henney, like all these guys. None of them are Aaron Rodgers, dude. Yeah, I, I I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know, man. It's incredible. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Ryan Fair, you can't fault the Jets for not wanting to trade the 13th pick in the draft for a dude who hung out in a cave and almost retired. <laughs> well, I don't disagree with that. Brandon Butler says, J-E-T-S, Knicks, Knicks, Knicks. <laughs> Roasting. G-Off says, hey, get off the Wi-Fi again. This is skippy as hell. Geoff, dude. We've bro. investigated the Skippy problem, and it's not us. Yeah. It's not us. We have troubleshot that MF or to the end. You know. Um, let's see. Uh, Jaron Eccles also says, you seem to have forgotten the Dolphins are going to rule that division for the next five years. Well, you got to have a quarterback to do that. Well, we know Jaron is a Dolphins guy. you got to have a quarterback to do that. Like, tell me I'm wrong. You've got to have a quarterback to do that. And I don't know that they do. I am not a Tua guy. I do not believe in Tua. I don't think he can stay healthy. If he was healthy, we'd be having a different discussion. But whether it's the hip or the this his or the, his brain, 17 concussions, I just don't think he can stay healthy. Yeah. And if you don't have a quarterback, you're not going to win that division. Yeah. You're not. 
in my opinion. Uh, Bryce Martin says Zach Wilson, LOL. Yeah. This is the other thing, by the way. With the Jets, I think it's interesting that they need Aaron Rodgers to mentor Zach Wilson. I think they need Aaron Rodgers to mentor him in a very, but very is bad Wilson way. Wilson the guy who wants to even be mentored? Oh, I think he does. I think he realizes his career is in the balance. Yeah. You know, I, I think that is, I think that's, yeah. a, that's a big, big deal. That is a big, big deal. All right. Football 50, 10 of the hour. Every hour on the Monty Show is presented by our good friends at Papa Murphy's Pizza. Papa Murphy's Pizza. Make sure you use the promo code Monty25 to get 25% off your purchase of $25 or more. I, I am surprised that this Jets trade has not happened yet. Yeah. And maybe just because we're not down to the deadline or maybe because we're not right at the 11th hour of the NFL draft. Totally get down with that. Yeah. Totally understand that. But at some point, the the Jets are going to have to make a move to secure Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, because you're not going to go and guarantee Lamar Jackson money. So why would you why would you pay him? Yeah, right. You're you're not doing that. I mean, you, you're in you're you're uh, at quarterback. You're no different than the Indianapolis Colts, who said today that Jim Irsay said he wants to draft a quarterback. There's no doubt about that. So I think that's a this this thing with quarterbacks in the NFL. I struggle because it's beyond comprehension that you like the Dolphins, Jaron. Yeah, that your whole success and failure is tied to to a tongue of Iloa not getting another concussion. When we all know the science perfectly states one concussion means you're going to get several more. Yeah, and I don't I don't know how you fix that because there's no way to fix it. Yeah, I don't think you're fixing it. I think you're. You're hoping for the best. That's what you're doing. Bryce Martin says, Aaron, not a great teammate or leader. Um, let's see. Nathan Connect says, fake reporting for clickbait is not a good long-term. What are you talking about? Who's fake reporting for clickbaiting? Yeah. Like, stick stick, stick with us. Yeah. Stay, stay with the flow of the show, man. Uh, Jackson Graham says, Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers, Mr. Love. Yeah. But the Packers are a good example of this. Like, if you look at the Packers and their history at quarterback, things don't end well. This is what Aaron Rodgers told Pat McAfee. Things do not end well. Things do not end well in Green Bay. You 100%. can ex- you can expand you can expect if you are a quarterback like Brett Favre or Aaron Rodgers, you can expect an unceremonious ending in Green Bay. Yep. And I guess at some point you go back. I guess at some point you feel good about it. And at some point, you don't. Yeah. You know. DeLambo says, maybe the Patriots will try another uh, failing run first quarterback. Well, you know what I think is interesting is this story about Belichick talking about shopping Mac Jones. Yeah. If you are the New England Patriots, how have you not called Baltimore? How have you not called Baltimore on... on, on and, and the other thing is, if, if you're Lamar Jackson, why are you not interested in a three-year deal? A fully guaranteed three-year deal. Because I think Lamar Jackson wants to prove a point. I think Lamar Jackson wants to be prideful and wants to be like, oh, yeah, I'm getting, you know, I'm getting a five-year deal. I'm getting all this money guaranteed. I'm doing this, and I don't care how long I have to sit out. Well, it's like, dude, like, at some point, you're going to have to come to the middle on this. So, Nathan Connect wants to fight today. Okay, Nathan, let's fight. A few weeks ago, you said $22 million deal was done. Never said that. And grant to rights was the last step. Never said that. Never said that. 
And if you're so unhappy with what we're reporting, what are you doing here? Yeah. What are you doing here, dude? We never said a $22 million deal was done. Never said that. Never said that not one time. Never said that. So if you don't want to be here, dude, you don't have to be here. Have a good day, man. Like you, you're, there's just no, like, this is the guy that I don't understand. No, and we, this is the guy that shows up when you start having the amount of views that we have. That's this kind of guy shows up. You're, you are welcome not to show up, Nathan. Yeah. Like you're, I've only read two of your comments, but we're not in the business of, of playing, of playing like troll games, dude. Like go, go on about your life, dude. It's fine. Uh, Dale and Sproul, you don't have to be a hero, bro. You can leave. Just listen and enjoy the show and community. That's why we're all here. Yeah. Exactly right. You're not going to come in here, and you're not you're you're not going to come in here and say, "Oh, you guys are liars," and you're saying one thing and it's another thing. You're not going to do that because you know what the reality is, dude. And what you're not going to get away from is there's a hundred other people probably at this point. Uh, what do we have? Five hundred other people watching who watch regularly, almost on a daily basis. I know almost all of these names who are commenting around you. And they will tell you we're not lying and we're not changing our 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 you know our stance. Yeah. So if you're just going around the channel looking at at thumbnails, you this is how you look like an idiot. Monty, move on from this dude. Yeah, we're we're good. Um, all right, coming up in 15 minutes. Don't forget that um, Alama Harrington will join us. We'll talk uh, Utah Jazz coming up in 15 minutes. Here on the show, um, I do want to get into NBA here at the top of the second hour because I thought last night was a transformative night uh, in the in the NBA, and I I think what we saw in Utah with the Jazz and the Lakers, a how did Kelly Olynyk bank that shot in? <laughs> that thing. Dude. If you missed it, Kelly Olynyk for the Jazz. Oh my God! Strolls dude. up like a step past the logo and banks in a shot. And I, I can't believe it goes in. And then almost immediately, LeBron misses a gimme layup in the paint, and it goes to overtime. A couple of things out of that game. The fight and the tenacity of this Jazz team, unbelievable. Yeah. And again, I think last night was another interesting example of if you think this team is tanking, you're crazy. Yeah. Because you don't fight that hard. If you are tanking, you do not fight that hard mm -hmm. to have, you know, to have the Jazz come up that short. Just when the when the Lakers clearly were in position to win that game by 15 points. Yeah, you could have easily laid down. Did they? They did not. They fought hard. They ran hard. They played hard. Like I thought, it was exactly the example you needed to show you that Will Hardy still has his hands around this team. Mm -hmm. That they have not quit at all. But I think the other story with the Utah Jazz right now, I think it is is very interesting what's going on with Jordan Clarkson and the fact that we have not seen Jordan Clarkson for weeks. Yeah. And I I think that you you read the tea leaves here and you listen to what people around the team are saying. I think they have a Jordan Clarkson problem. And I don't know how you don't go back to the trade deadline mm -hmm. and think to yourself, hey, you know what? We should have traded Jordan Clarkson. When you say they have a Jordan Clarkson problem, what do you think that looks like, though? Like, how does that, you well, know? Well, I mean, he. this is a guy that's going to be an unrestricted free agent this summer. He's right. going to opt out of his deal. He's going to be an unrestricted free agent. And at this point, if he was all in on this team, are you telling me he, he would just sit out the rest of the year like he has? 
I'm not buying that. Yeah. I think that I think that he he and I've heard more than once that he has some frustration about not being moved at the deadline to a contender. And I think he is Jordan Clarkson is a very emotional guy. And I it concerns me that that he is not played down the stretch here. Yeah, I mean I think it's it's interesting how you know, so he picks up this like hand finger injury, right? That was kind of the original sort of reason why he wasn't playing. And, and that was cool. It was fine. Everyone, it was, it was fine initially because he was hurt, but now it's like, Hey, like is Jordan even on the team anymore. Like where did he go? And I, and yeah, I do think it's directly related to this, this free agency situation. How yes. could it not be? And, and, and it, how could it not be? You know, and again, this portion is just my opinion, but I could easily see a thing for Jordan where, hey, it's a combination of, hey, you didn't move me at the deadline. Now, Lori Markin is the face of the team. Now, this team is completely changed. We got a different head coach. The culture's totally different. Not in a bad way, but it's just different than it was. This is not what I had envisioned. And, and I don't know if that's the case for Jordan, but I just think a lot of things have changed. And, oh, absolutely. And, right? Like, and, and they're not like the Jazz are not what they were when Don and Rudy were here. It's a totally different vibe. And that's why at the deadline, I was a little critical of Ryan Smith on this because it wasn't rocket science. It wasn't complicated to see that, hey, you're you're asking for trouble by not moving a guy who's going to be in demand in free agency, who has told you, who we were told directly by our sources that, hey, Jordan informed the organization that he is going to hit free agency. He's not going to opt in to his option. And so to me, it's like, hey, like he's told you ahead of time, hey, bro, trade deadline's coming up. I am not going to be uh, opting into my current deal, which allows me to go and hit free agency. What are you going to do? So he, in my opinion, I've always maintained, Jordan did the organization a favor. He's given you way advance notice. He's told you what he's going to do. Now the ball's in your court to go and trade him and get the value out while he's still one of your assets. And you chose not to do it. And we have it on pretty good information that Ryan Smith likes Jordan Clarkson a lot. And I don't have an issue with Ryan liking him. But my issue is don't let your like of Jordan Clarkson get it, get in the way of getting your draft picks out of Jordan Clarkson, getting your, your roster compensation out of Jordan Clarkson. That is is where I'm like, hey, like now we're here and we can look back and we can say, hey, what what was the thought there? Because I don't know what else the thought could have been. We'd yeah. be having a different conversation if it was like, hey, he's hitting restricted free agency or he's or he's, you know, hey, maybe like like if there was any type of commitment from Jordan, we'd be having yeah. a different conversation. But the reality is there's not. And I, I think it. this goes back to all of these conversations about the make-or-break deals at the deadline. I mean, you have to look no further than the Dallas Mavericks. You want to talk about impact at the deadline. You, you make this Kyrie Irving deal, and now you're trying to figure out, are we trying to top 10 protect a pick with wins and losses? Man. right? And, and you're talking about, hey, and it's been denied across the board, but hey, should we sit Luka and Kyrie the rest of the year, which Luka says they're not going to do, but you throw your team into turmoil when you're supposed to be a Western Conference contender and you're going to miss the playoffs. Yeah. Because that's what it feels like. I look at OKC. The same way we talk about this all the time on the show. Like if you look at the Oklahoma City situation and you look at how good Shea Gilgis-Alexander is and he's on a roster where a lot of guys look like they're out of gas. Yeah. He needed just a little more from Josh Giddy last night. He They need 
to help him as much as they can, but do you make a deal at the deadline? And they really didn't. And you're relying on a guy like Lou Dork in OKC the same way that you're relying on guys across this league, like Tyrese Maxey's an interesting comparison. You need Tyrese Maxey at the top of his game for Philadelphia just about every night. Yeah. You need Lou Dort to shut down the other team's best offensive player, or you're probably going to lose. Yeah, Lou Dort's a guy who went 0 of 6 last night. Yeah, like. and he got beat defensively. So I say this, I go back to a guy like Jordan Clarkson, and I say, you can't tell me he doesn't have tremendous value around the league. Imagine Jordan Clarkson as a Nick. As a, look at the Dallas Mavericks. Yeah. Tell me that Jordan Clarkson on the Dallas Mavericks wouldn't wouldn't absolutely be an addition for them. Well, of course it would. It's it's a struggle when you the, it, the trades you don't make almost always come back to get you. Almost always. And you you're fine in my opinion in this league in the NBA. You can live with the deals you make. When you're trying to be aggressive, you look at somebody like the Cavs, it almost doesn't matter. It almost doesn't matter what happens as an offshoot of the Donovan Mitchell trade. If if Laurie Marketing goes on to win 10 straight MVPs, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Because you have Donovan Mitchell having a historically good season. Yeah. But I flip that coin and I say, well, how do the Knicks feel about the trade they did not make for Donovan Mitchell? And trust me when I say Quickly's been really good, right? You you look at some of the guys that were in that deal, they've been good. None of them have been as good as Donovan Mitchell. Yeah. And you look at Brunson, Randall, and Donovan Mitchell, those three together. And if you take out R.J. Barrett and you put in Donovan Mitchell, you're you're That's probably a deep front, dude. yeah you're probably at the top of the Eastern Conference or close to it yeah. But they didn't make that trade, and it's always the deals you don't make. And to bring this back to the Jazz, hanging on to Jordan Clarkson at the deadline was a little surprising. And by the way, it was nice to see Colin Sexton back on the floor for the Jazz last night. I thought that was a really that was a really good moment because he he worked hard. Yeah. You know, he, he he looked like a willing, wanting participant. Now, they capped him in 18 minutes, which, hey, man, you got less than a week to go in the season. Let's not play around here. And you've got OKC tomorrow night, which I think is an absolutely massive game. Right. I think it is that game tomorrow night is absolutely massive for the Utah Jazz. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't even know. Honest to goodness, I, I, I the o- Oklahoma City Thunder have to come in here and win, but you look at the way the Jazz competed against the Lakers. Yeah. And let's not forget who the Lakers are right now. The Lakers are in the seventh spot, tied with the the, the Clippers who are in the sixth spot. 41 and 38 apiece. The Clippers have beaten the, the Lakers 10 straight times. They played tonight. LeBron missed a layup that sent that game last night to overtime. Dude. When you have the game... The game of the year. This this game tomorrow tonight in Los Angeles at crypto.com yeah. is the only game of the year that matters now. Yeah. Whoever yeah. loses this game is probably on the outside looking in. Totally. Totally. Dude. I think, I think LeBron Dude, LeBron had moments last night. And I think, you know, he 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 has said multiple times this season that the 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 final stretch of this season is super important to to, you know, his legacy or like whatever you whatever you want to say. Like I, I think that that them staying out of the play-in tournament would be just an incredible accomplishment considering where oh they were goodness. earlier this year. And I and I think, you know, LeBron continues to produce. And, and, and again, I don't know what the guy does with his body. I don't know how he does this, you know, whether it was stem cells in the ankle or whatever the hell he did. But the guy looks good. 
And yeah, he did miss a free throw or a layup last night. He even said after the game, my left hand is my strong hand and I still missed. So yeah. the guy is a human being. He's going to miss layups. But I just think that ultimately this game tonight with the Clippers is that game. It is that game where you need LeBron to have 35. You need AD to have 30 and 15. You need, you know, uh, you need, you know, Reeves to come off for 20. Like you need your boys. Dude, can we to stop slandering up. Austin Reeves, by the way? Can can we can we please put some respect on Austin Reeves' name now? Yeah, I mean, I think uh, I I've never slandered Austin Reeves. Um, the biggest issue on this show, Grum, is that is that James Knight and several other people think that that Giddy is better than Reeves, and and oh, I disagree stop. with that. Josh Giddy's out of gas. Josh Giddy is out of gas. Yeah. I don't think they're saying is James here. Is James Knight here? There he is, right there. Ofi oh come on, are you really going to complain about officiating? Officials are still making calls on rep. Reputation always is always going to make calls. They, they are. They you, are. What happened in, if you missed a game last night, it was OKC and uh, Golden State. Yeah. Number one, Jordan Poole went bananas in the second half. Two, you're asking Lou Dort to guard Poole and Curry, and you're just kind of passing him around? I mean, who's going to succeed at that? And by the way, I'd remind you that Klay Thompson didn't play in that game. In the second half, the the... Golden State Warriors came out looking like a team that was pissed off about the first half. Yeah. And you, you <laughs> by the way, you scored 79 points in the first half, dude. Yeah. OKC scored 79 points in the first half last night. Yeah. 79. They were up 79 to 69 at the half, and they lost 136 to 125. Because yeah. they ran out of gas. Yep. You're not, you like, you look at the box. I thought Draymond Green had some really important moments in that game. Obviously, Poole with the, the way he finished at the rim. Golden State just is a better team. But a year from now, Josh Giddy's going to be far more prepared to impact the end of that game. Yeah, and I wonder a year from now what OKC's roster looks like. Because I, I do think that that your your well, point about, about SGA needing just a little bit of help last night, like, and again, I, I'm not trying to bag on Dort, but 0 of 6 from 3 is is just unacceptable. I mean, and I know those I nights agree. are going to happen, but in that kind of setting, that type of game, like nobody's asking you to go 6 for 6, but it would have been nice to have even, even. I mean, what did they end up losing by 8, I think it was, or whatever it was? like 136, uh, 125, 11. 11. So, you know, you end up losing by 11, but it, it does kind of make you wonder, like, hey, if we'd have had, you know, Nine more points out of Dort. Gilgis Alexander, 32 points, seven dimes, five boards. Ooh, that's, I mean, the guy gave up. Yeah. Right? He gave everything he had. Yeah. And I, and I like Giddy, I think, again, 15 points against Golden State's not enough. Um, I think, I think Jalen Williams gave them a really good performance, 19, four and two. But nice player, you, dude. Yeah. You just didn't have enough. It just didn't feel like you had enough. Yeah. That, that's what it comes down to. Uh, Salty Drunk also says OKC owned that game up until the eight minute mark of the last and some questionable officiating. I, I just, we, I'm always going to say officials aren't going to cost you the game, but I mean, look, I, I think the reality of the situation is like, I'll meet you in the middle, James. Like, yeah, they do make calls on reputation. Yeah. Steph's going to get calls. LeBron's going to get calls. Like guys are going to get calls. They are absolutely. And, and, and I guess my big thing is like, Everyone, I feel like, wants to just b bitch about officiating constantly. And it's like, hey, I understand. They're far from perfect. In fact, we've had conversations on this show, Grum, uh, going back to December, I think it was, about how this may have been and has been 
uh, by the numbers, if I remember right, one of the worst officiating seasons the NBA has ever had. And 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 even with that being the case, that still should not be an excuse for losing a game. Officiating, I agree. dude, officiating didn't make Dort go 0 for six. Officiating didn't didn't make it so that you scored seventy nine points in the first half. Yeah, I, I think that that's a thing. I just think Josh Giddy looked tired last night. That's all. I'm not and, saying and he we're played in that time poorly. of year. We're in that time of year where guys get tired. Yeah, and, and I but I think you look at at Austin Reeves, and I, obviously Austin's missed time. But you look at Austin Reeves trying to figure out how to play with LeBron and AD for a young player. That's that's impossible. Not easy. And, and I think he he makes those little plays. I I think Giddy's a nice little player. Yeah. I just don't. I don't think. Oh, I don't. I don't agree with that at all. Giddy is clearly ahead of Reeves. Giddy flirts with a triple-double on most nights. Eh, I disagree with that. I watch a lot of both of those teams. I watch too much NBA, frankly. The but. stats say that Giddy puts up more numbers, but if you're watching them right now, and mm. if you've watched them the last probably six weeks, I would say, probably, that's kind of when Reeves well, started getting hot. Like They're pretty. They're the same guy, dude. I mean, the fourth-quarter Jays that Austin Reeves knocks down, the little rebounds, the loose balls, like... That's what I, I think a year from now, Josh Giddy's going to be a far more developed player than he is today. I, I think he just needs, he just needs rips. Yeah. You know, he just, he just needs he reps. He I just needs think, a play. I also think one thing that needs to be said with Giddy's situation is while Reeves has had to learn how to play with AD and LeBron, the reality of the situation is Reeves gets a lot of opportunities because he plays with AD and LeBron Yeah, offensively. There's well, a lot of space they on the just, floor. They just attack constantly yeah I think one of the things that we're seeing in LeBron's career is that his his metamorphosis has been attack 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 yeah. he's now getting to the rim even on that layup last night he's got two guys trying to block that shot yeah so and, and the no the, there's no doubt like you look at some of the numbers that are coming out on the free throws this year they're getting a lot of whistles yes the they Lakers are. are getting a lot of calls yes they are the league and I, I believe the league wants them in the playoffs. It's not anybody surprised that they're getting whistles. Or I mean, the, the, when the Lakers are this far ahead on free throw attempts, I, dude, the league, the league knows it's better to have the Lakers in. Yeah. But last night, I, I just, the, my takeaway from that game last night is twofold. LeBron can't miss that layup, but the Jazz played a big role in him missing that layup and them yeah. working hard and fighting. When they have no reason to fight, let's be very honest. When you're without marketing and JC's not playing, it is very easy on a flipping Tuesday night against the Lakers who are fighting for their lives to lay down and not play hard. Yeah. And that Jazz team last night busted their ass for four quarters. Yeah. And I think it speaks volumes about a guy like Will Hardy. The messaging, the culture, like, and I know that's a BS word, but the culture that's been built in that room with that group of guys and the way, the other thing real quick on the Jazz, not to belabor the Jazz here, but the the way that Kelly Olenek is impacting the game without touching a basketball. And I think the messaging you're getting from him, I think it's absolutely critical. I, I, I think it's absolutely critical. I think it is a, a big deal. Let's get Alema Harrington on the show, Alema Harrington, how the heck are you? Good to see you, my friend, again. Good to see you guys and uh, doing very well. Thank you very much. You just summarized, I thought, very nicely what last night was like for a lot of jazz fans, including our broadcast team, to watch that 
uh, our, you know, Team 49.2, if you will, battle all the way down, send this thing to overtime and do it without so many key players, with the exception of Kelly Olynyk in that starting lineup. You got guys like Shamanich is getting the call to, to uh, start the game against LeBron James, for crying out loud, and guys taking advantage of opportunities. In fact, in our pregame show, we did a story with Niall Campbell, who was our digital reporter. She did a little feature on the development coaches. So it, Mike Smith made this comment. When you get to the NBA, when you get to the pros, when you're in college, it's all about your recruiting. If you can recruit the best players, then you're going to be in great shape. Um, and you see that with all the one-and-done schools, including UConn, who wins another national championship, their fifth. And, and, and anybody else that's on that list, whether it's, it's uh, Duke or, you know, at some point back in the day, it was UCLA with all of theirs. But when you get to the NBA, it's the three Ds that he referred to, which is your draft, the deals that you make to get players there, and then development is the third part of this equation, if you will. And the Jazz have had a reputation over the years for getting people, whether it's in a deal or in a draft, and even if it's low, maybe even in the second round of the draft, Rudy Gobert would be one of those guys, Gordon Hayward's development, uh, mm -hmm. the years that he was with the Utah Jazz. And there are so many players that you can point to and say, you know what, their best years were with the Utah Jazz because they developed while they were playing there. And part of that has to do with system as well. But give credit to Will Hardy, to Justin Zanuck, to Danny Ainge, to the group that has put this, this team together. But then to go on from that point and to, to be able to de develop players, I think is, is a real tribute to what this coaching staff has been able to do with this group of guys. Yeah, and I think Ochai Akbaji is a great example of that. You, I mean, a year ago, the guy was was it was in college, and now he comes into this league bouncing up and down between you know the G League and the NBA, and now the guy's absolutely chiseled himself a role on this team that I think he's become almost indispensable because he has the ability to knock down that all-important corner three, but I think he brings a certain level lemma of, of athletics and activity. He's a busy player on both ends of the floor, and I think that that makes him really difficult to have on the bench. I think when you look at you know the players, and, and we talk about this all the time on our show, when you're bringing in a college player, whether it's you know a Walker Kessler or an Ochai Abaji, right? That that kind of, he's got a nice pedigree coming in, and he was the most outstanding player of the Final Four, won a national championship with Kansas. But still, whether or not that's going to translate to the NBA, how many guys have we seen that have been player of the year, right, a Naismith Award winner, and not be able to make it in the NBA? So there's more to it than that, and it's not always whether or not that player just doesn't really have it for the NBA. Maybe his, his wingspan isn't long enough or whatever the case may be. But so much of that is dependent on development, and you go send them down to the G League and you let them cut their teeth a little bit. And uh, Coach Hardy was really... Uh, complimentary of Ochai because he's a guy that could come in with all kinds of, um, I don't know, just expectations personally and feel like, you know what? Uh, I come in as a national champion. I come in as the most outstanding player of the final four. I'm coming off a nice run in the NCAA tournament, including a national championship. So I should be able to step right into the NBA, especially with a team like this that is looking for players to come in. 
in our interviews with all of these guys at the beginning of the year, um, we were impressed by the humility across the board. And that was back when Malik was with this team, obviously, um, before he got traded back, uh, you know, away to the Lakers. But these guys all came in with uh, a little bit of a chip on their shoulders. But at the same time, that was, I think, uh, taken by the coaching staff, including Will Hardy as the guy that was at the front of this, right? Because uh, teams will take on the uh, – they will start to look more and more like what their head coach is, right? They'll take on that personality. And so that's what's happened with a guy like Ochai. It's happened with Walker Kessler as well. And Walker didn't come in with as much hype as Ochai, but Ochai is a guy that, that you look at and you're like, hey, you look at any, any other player that's coming into the league that's not, let's say, the first three picks in the NBA draft and say, this is the guy that you need to be like. You need to come in humble and hungry and willing to do whatever the coaching staff asks of you, and, and they will put you in a position to be successful. And that's what he's done. Yep. Talking to Lemma Harrington, TridayTrading.com. Give us the wrap, Alema. I tell everybody every day on this show that it's $10 to change the rest of your life. And I loved what you said last week on the show about you. if you can't figure it out in 30 days, like 30 days for 10 bucks, I think that's an unbeatable deal. Yeah, and I was just over at Tri-Day Trading moments ago before I was, uh, you know, came down here or back to, to home, which, home base, which is Sandy for me. But I, I stopped in at Lehigh, which is a beautiful thing because actually they're here. So if you're listening to this show, watching this show, and you live in the state of Utah, you know you have a campus and people that you can actually get face-to-face -face with in a personal seminar coaching um, opportunities that you have with your personal coach. But one of the things is I walked in, they had uh, on their big screen as I walked into the office, they were uh, showing a big check that they had given to Sub for Santa. Because we talked about the $10 for a 30-day trial. That $10 is not going to Tri-Day Trading. That $10 is just a charitable donation that you're making that will be given to some charity. And in this case, during December, it always goes to Sub for Santa, but it's various charities throughout the, 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 uh, th throughout the valley and throughout the country. But when it comes down to that 30-day trial, you're going to have access to all of the resources available to be able to learn how to trade. And the question, so why would I want to do that? Well, I think about the, the environment that we are living in right now, just the temperature of economics right now. And whether it's bank failures or you're looking at the stock market going crazy, interest rates are all over the place, um, you know, recession, inflation, all of those things. And you start to get a little bit concerned. It's like, wow, what can I do to safeguard myself against all of these things are, that are completely out of my control? And the answer to that question is, Try day trading because what you can do is you can set yourself up to be self-employed and use the tools that you're given with try day trading, which includes the proprietary software, access to the coaching and the ability to learn how to do this successfully. And on top of that, you're going to be uh, given a funded account. They're going to fund your account. As you learn how to trade, they will fund your account. You will trade using that money and you will keep up to 80% of the profits. Now that, that's a deal that I, I can't think of very many, if any, that are as yeah. good as that. An opportunity yeah. to be able to safeguard your financial future. And I mentioned this last time. I like to mention this part about it. Whether it's you're trying to replace um, the money that you need for a car payment, all the way up to maybe your mortgage payment, or you want to make this your full-time position and replace your income, 
You can do all of those things with Triday Trading. And all you have to do is go to TridayTrading.com. It's real simple. You go, you watch some of the videos that are on TridayTrading.com, and it'll get you started. And if you make the decision like, hey, this is something I want to do, it's easy to get set up to do a, a personal phone call and get with a person that can answer any other questions that are not answered on the website. And then you're off and running, and you can be yep. on your way to financial security for your future. Yeah, I love talking about controllables because I think we, you know, one of the things that is not free, the most expensive commodity you have in your life is time. And when you wake up every day and you're talking about how much you hate your job or you hate your commute or you, there's just this thing that is weighing over you, all of that goes away when you work for yourself. And the other thing that I think is, is so right on that you talk about there is this is a Utah company. They're in Lehigh. This is somebody that's been in mm. business for decades. I mean, this is not some fly-by-night thing. These guys have put out some of the best day traders in the country. And you have people every day, Alema, and you know this, you have people every day that are making $1,000 a day because they went through mm -hmm. the Tri-Day Trading Program. I mean, just imagine what that, that translates to, right? $1,000 a day, and if you take out the weekend, you're still looking at upwards of $20,000 per month that you could mm. be making if you jumped into to, to this Tri-Day Trading world. And again, I love the point that you made, that, that they're a local company. They're here in Lehigh. They've been around for decades. They're, they're a company that you can trust. And when I got involved in it, that was the thing that made it like, okay, I'm going to do this because I met the guys there. I always mentioned Ryan Van Dorn, but I ran into Jared yeah. Johnson, who's my personal coach. I ran into him today when I was down there at the offices. And that's why. That, that's one of the main reasons, aside from the financial side, one of the uh, driving forces of why Triday Trading, I think, is the right place for you. And all you have to do is go to TridayTrading.com and then get introduced to the people that you're going to be working with and it, it's a no-brainer from there. And again, 30 days, you should be able to figure it out within 30 days. $10 for a 30-day trial, you'll be able to figure it out. I have confidence in you watching out there in 30 <laughs> days. You're going to be able to figure it out. Yep. Hey, Alema, before I let you go, let me ask you about what you saw the Lakers last night. Um, I, first of all, I think the effort that the Jazz put in to help LeBron miss that layup, because um, he doesn't miss layups like that, I thought that was yeah. a critical moment in the NBA playoff picture because now the Lakers got to turn around tonight um, and play in their own building as a road team against the Clippers. And it mm -hmm. just feels like one of those moments that we may look back on. Do you have confidence in the Lakers? Is, is, are the Lakers a team from what you've seen? Is that a team that can make a run in the playoffs? Absolutely, because you look at the two guys that are leading that, that squad right now. And I, I'm always, you know, I've always, uh, to this point, I've been wary of Anthony Davis and whether or not he could stay healthy. LeBron mm -hmm. James seems to be defying, you know, father time and continue to play at a high level, even at his age. But you got those two guys healthy and leading your team, then I'm fully confident that they have an opportunity to make a run because they have, you know, they that group has basically that group, speaking of the leadership of that group, has won a championship. And, and I, sometimes I discount it because it was a bubble championship, but whatever, right? They did win a championship. They have that, that experience. But I, I think that they're a dangerous team that you, you know, end up going up against. Now, are they going to take on the Phoenix Suns? Or are they going to take on the Sacramento Kings? Or, you know, does it matter? I think it might matter if I see them going up against the Sacramento Kings, then I got advantage Lakers at that point. If they're going against, against the Suns and KD is healthy, I'll tell you what, that's a first-round matchup that everybody is going to watch. Yes. 
Yeah. I, and the Kings, man, uh, Keegan Murray has been fantastic. Obviously, De'Aaron Fox. But the way that, you know, and Jake, Jake was talking about it earlier, the pick and roll ability that they have with Sabonis in the middle there, I just think that they're, they are, I mean, that is a very, that's a very tough road to hoe. By the way, uh, real quick on BYU, Hans Olsen gets a huge promotion. Uh, he's going to be the color guy now. Are you excited about that? Like, how do you feel about that? I feel fantastic. I've known Hans for a long time. Um, from back when I, I covered him when he was playing at BYU. And then, of course, when he got into this business, he was coming from playing for the, the, the Utah Blaze. So he was still playing football, and he was trying to make that transition. I sat down with him. We had a conversation. I said, Hans, you're a guy. You know, you're this big personality. You can do this. And so he made the decision, had the conversation with his wife. They decided, you know, I'm going to get into the media world. And he has been fantastic. One of my favorite personalities uh, that, that, that is in our local media. And he does a great job. And uh, you, you guys know this. Broadcasting a game is a lot harder than it seems. And yeah. I remember the first time I did color on a game, man, I was just, I mean, I was stupefied. I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> I thought I could do it because I played the game. I know what I'm doing. But Hans Olsen has been prepared for this, and he's done plenty of this already, but he's ready. I think this is the perfect guy for BYU to have to promote and continue to, to build what Kalani Sataki has got going on right now down at BYU. I can't yeah. think of a better personality than Hans Olsen to be a guy to be breaking down. And, and you guys know this. He is a film studying. Just He's crazy yeah. yes. when it comes to that. And yeah. that's his job as the color analyst is to make sure that people understand in layman's terms, right, what is going on on the field. And Hans Olsen is perfect for this position. Yeah, and it's not an easy gig, man. I mean, there that is the the BYU fan base that tunes in. I mean, when you're when you're sitting next to a guy like Greg Rebell, one of the best in the business, that's a that's a big that's a big spot to fill. So I I we uh, we wish hands uh, all the best. Alema, always good to see you. Thanks for representing TridayTrading.com uh, so well. We'll talk to you next week. All right, guys. Thank you very much. Good to see you. You bet. There you go, Alema Harrington. Uh, TridayTrading.com. Uh, every day I tell you, go get that $10 membership for 30 days. You have absolutely nothing to lose. The, 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 uh, charitable donations, a tax write-off, it's your education. You get one-on-one -on -one coaching, that's a tax write-off. It's 10 bucks to change the rest of your life, man. I'm telling you, Yeah. go get it. Make sure you tell me you heard about it on the Monty show. All right. 4:30 already. We're 90 minutes into the show. Halfway home. Um, if you're just tuning in, we're talking NBA, but we've talked all about, um, you know, just a, another wild rumor day uh, in the Pac-12, you know, as the Pac-12 turns. Um, and really the, the lead is AZ Central had a story this morning about, you know, Arizona being ready to jump. Um, and there were, there were all kinds of reports over the last three days about Gonzaga and whether or not Gonzaga was ready to go to the Big 12. And Gonzaga... I, you know, I, I think that we just have to slow the roll on the rumor mill. Yeah. And look, I'm not, I know some people were getting on Arizona Central earlier. I'm not getting on Air, AZ Central. It, they are what they are. Um, if you're a subscriber, knock yourself out. Go find it. I mean, uh, but I'm telling you, from what we've heard lately, Arizona's not jumping until they see those numbers. And I think they talked about that. And yes, uh, as Jake mentioned earlier, there's no doubt about the fact that uh, President Robbins at Arizona has, quote unquote, some affinity. Mm -hmm. This is a direct quote from Dennis Dodd at CBS. Um, he has some affinity for the powerhouse basketball brand. 
uh, in the Big 12 footprint. There's, there's no doubt about that. But I also think when you read this other quote that Dennis Dodd got that said, I know the, uh, what the numbers in the Big 12 are. I just need to hear what the Pac-12 number is. Then I can make a decision. Yeah. I think it's easy to go back and say, okay, well, they're ready to go. I would slow your roll because, again, I've heard repeatedly, and I think we've talked about this on the show a lot. Yeah. I've heard repeatedly there's not a single member of the Pac-12 that wants to go to the Big 12. That doesn't mean they're not going to go. But there's not a single member in this conference that is eager or anticipating or excited about or, man, I can't wait to get home. Like you It's know. not like that. I think if all 10 of these presidents had their druthers, nothing would change. But things are going to change. And I just don't happen to believe reports that say that Arizona is going to jump right now. I don't think that's happening. We reported on this show weeks ago now that Gonzaga has a a verbal invitation to the conference. They have been invited to start the process. Let's get you in here. I think that's going to happen. I don't think anything changes until the the Pac-12 decides what they're doing with TV and what those numbers look like. Mm -hmm. Whether it's Gonzaga, and and again, another report today, um, I want to say that it was in... um, the West Power West Sports or whatever it Something is. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, on yeah. Twitter. Um, who is a regular I mean, they are um they're a regular news source that a lot of people a lot of people count on. Yeah. They had a report today um that, you know, hey, listen, that San Diego State was gonna announce within a week and then they retracted that because it turned out that that report was from November. Yeah. And it's like, you just need to slow down. Yeah, I mean, you can't get just ahead of it. I, I mean, down. I think everyone wants to be like, oh my God, there's this exodus to the Big 12. And and while, while I do think that eventually that is going to happen, that's not today. <laughs> like, it's just not. And, no. And I think this concept that everyone's struggling with is that Pac-12 schools don't want to go to the Big 12. But the reality and the money situation is inevitably going to take them Super to West the Big Sports. 12. Super West. Super yeah, West. Super Sports. West. Yeah. Had so, a report today that turned out to be completely wrong. Right. Um, that was. So I, I agree with you. Just slow your roll. Yeah. Slow your roll. Because again, again, I will tell you, we've heard it from multiple sources. We've confirmed it. Arizona, Arizona State, Utah, Colorado have all had extensive conversations with Brett Yormark and the Big 12. They are well aware of what the numbers look like there. They are all P5. They all understand that they will get full. Uh, they will get a full share if yeah. they join that conference. And I can tell you unequivocally, Utah, I, I would just be really surprised. I make no predictions about this stuff, but I would be really surprised if Utah ended up in the Big 12 anytime soon. Yeah, I just don't think that, that, it'd be that there's not a thirst for it. And and it's unfortunate because I do think there's a ton of opportunity in the Big 12 for institutions like Utah. But but if you don't want to be there, you're you're not going to push to make that move. You're you're going to be the you're going to operate from a standpoint of, "Hey, we're only going to go for forced." And that's unfortunate. Yep, I agree. Uh, a lot of good comments about Alema Harrington. Uh, Jet Wayman, the tile king of Utah. Jet, are, are you ready for Saturday? Yeah, dude. Teddy, are you ready for Saturday? Are you are you getting primed and lubed and right? Well, that see, bro, you um, just you just stay hard. That bro. you know, I'm so bricked up right now. Where are we gonna? Are we like? Are we like gonna pregame? Or are we gonna eat before the game? Are we gonna like? 
What's the plan? Fat. Teddy, it's your Fat. show, dude. Fat. Teddy won the tickets. No, Teddy, we're not going to lay tile before the game. Nice try, though. Or pipe. Yeah, nice try. That's it. That well, only happens. That know, only you happens. Know. I'm going to do that. You know. Uh, that, you know. That only happens in, in Draper and stuff with mm -hmm. them mamas and you know. Um, but Teddy won the uh, jazz tickets when we went way back 17 years ago when we passed, you know, uh, 10,000 subs. By the way, we're only 51 subscribers short of 15,000. How crazy is that? Yeah, dude. How crazy it's is insane. that? So, Teddy, what are we doing, man? But Alema is a really good guy. I agree. Steve McNeely says, Hans Olsen and I share an aunt. We're almost cousins. Okay. Okay. But does that mean it's legal or illegal? Uh, I don't know. Uh, Kurt Meyer says, Teddy, where are we hunting this year? Yeah, Teddy, where are we hunting this year? Uh, Quint Randall, what's up, Quint? Good to see you. Uh, people don't uh, realize that space-to-air content is relatively limited. There's only so much prime real estate, and that real estate's gone. Yeah. As far as where the Pac-12 can live for content, that that's gone. But you know what? I would also say the same thing about sports talk or news talk or – now, if you think about the way your digestion of news has changed, dude. Yeah. I mean, we're doing 400,000 views a month or whatever it is. That's not accidental because we're on YouTube. Like we were looking at numbers. We were talking to somebody today about some of our numbers and it's insanity. It is insanity that it's so hard anymore to find something that will keep your attention because you get so much. You just noise. get so much no noise. <laughs> like, dude, Mahomey over here, what you won't even he won't even let me turn on sports talk on the way home or on the way to the no, office. I'm not interested. We what, carpool what? every day. Yeah. And he just won't do it. He won't do it. He's like, we're gonna bounce loud bass bass driven music. If I'm gonna listen to something, I'm gonna listen to music because because I'm just not I'm not entertained. And I'm not even coming from the standpoint that that we're some amazing show. I do think we do a good show. I yeah. mean, our numbers say we do a good show, but but I just struggle with old head radio show that moves at like one mile an hour. Like I need provocative conversation. I need conversation with some depth. Yeah. I don't need what color is the sky today. I, I don't need that. What dude. color is the sky? I, today? I, I don't need, you know, Hey, is there enough butter for the toast today? Yeah. I need a little more than that. Yeah. But Quint, you're exactly right. I mean, prime real estate is, is very limited. Ken Williams, the retired ranching King Ben who still has not let me pet his longhorn. Uh, Utah needs to just go to the Old Big 12. Yeah, you know, Utah just needs to go to the Big 12. Gary, how the heck are you? He just says Barry. Okay. Uh, Jet Wayman, the Tau King of Utah. I'm so bricked up for Saturday. I'm so bricked up right now. I know. Let's go, Jet. I know. Let's go, baby. Uh, Barry says we need to get, we need the drop for Barry McDickener. I'm sorry. Hugh Janus. Is that your insurance agent? Bro. Hey, man, can you give me a recommendation on some car insurance? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, how about my friend Barry, my dickener? Uh, he, <laughs> I, I need mean, a dick me. you know, you know, he's, I mean, Barry's a really good guy. Yeah. His wife, you know? Anita, is quite the lady. Yeah. Mick Dickener and Associates, you know. Waves in opposition. Should probably move on. Uh, let's see. Stephen McNeely says Flugar said today his ASU source. Who's Flugor? I don't know who that is. Uh, his ASU source told him if no one leaves by middle of May, then the Pac-12 schools have decided to go down with the ship. Nah. See, that's just so generic, though. Yeah, like, I don't. Know, and I'm not even trying to hate. Like, it's just generalized. What does that even mean? Yeah. They're going to go down with the ship. So you're telling me that if in June they get told, hey, this is the TV deal, that they're not, they're, they 
all of a sudden won't go to the Big 12? Come on now. Yeah. Come on. Uh, Travis Bird says aluminum heritage class. And that's hard to believe because he's a BYU alum. Bro, what are you talking about? I have bro? no like, idea what, what you're what? talking about. I oh, love- Alema Harrington. Is that a. Is, <laughs> bro, is that an autocorrect? Uh, did did, did Alema Harrington oh, autocorrect to aluminum heritage? <laughs> Jackson's like. <laughs> Must be French Canadian. <laughs> That's funny, exactly. dude. Alema Harrington's great. That is hilarious. It, we're very lucky that he comes on. It's all thanks to our friends at TridayTrading.com. Thank you very much, TridayTrading.com. Uh, San Diego State Aztec says, hey, uh, still here, folks. Just kicking it. Yeah, dude. Congratulations on a great basketball season for your Aztecs, man. Good to see you, Glenn. Hope you're doing well. John Dry says, the sky is brown because of the wind down in the 806. Okay. Uh, okay. You guys make it a a show for show, Jacob DeLambo says. Appreciate you, man. J.C. Thompson, who I think is new to the show. Uh, Can you guys enlighten me on why Cal is not considering for the Big 12? I've been lost on this particular topic for months. I think there's a lot of factors. Boy, that's interesting, It's a great question. It is. It's it's layered. I mean, I think, you know, just... A couple of the more important portions of it would be that Cal is an educational institution that that is in massive debt because they just uh, put a bunch of money into all their facilities and they're not making any money. And the problem is, is that the Pac-12 TV deal is likely going to be 17 to $22 million a year per school. And that's not even close to getting it done for a school like Cal. Yeah. And I think you look at the board of regents that controls Cal um, and controls Cal Athletics uh, I think they are still looking their wounds from UCLA bailing. Dude. I think UCLA will, in fact, have to kick down to Cal. Uh, I also think you look at the way that what Jake mentioned. I mean, the Memorial Stadium has been nothing but an abject failure. Um, the renovations at, and when did that finish? 20, I want to say mm. 2011, 2012. Um, and they're, I mean, they just, they're just buried. And they. the other problem is their sports don't generate significant revenue because they don't win. So I think there's a lot of struggle there. They don't have a lot of fan support in the building. I mean, the California Golden Bear fan base is fantastic, but Cal Stanford's not what it used to be. And I think the reason that Cal is a, is a difficult sell is because I think they are very highfalutin educationally. I do believe I agree with the group that says that Cal is tied at the hip with Stanford. And I think all four of those teams will eventually wind up. And when I say all four, Washington, Oregon, Cal, and Stanford will eventually wind up in the Big Ten. Yeah, the Board of Regents, the UC Board of Regents approved the retrofit and renovation of Memorial Stadium January 19th of 2010. Yeah, It was completed before the 2012 season, and Mm. they spent $321 million. And it's just not. It's just not been it's it, it has not been the boom they thought it would be. Yeah. So and they need to win games. They 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 need to win games. Uh TJF says rip gold and blue, dude. Indeed. Uh Teddy Wayman, I helped an older lady get her car unstuck today and put put my hip out heading to the chiropractor bro, now. Jet, bro, what dude? Dude. Bro. Feel better, man. Feel better. Uh, John Dry says, I am where the phrase, you look breezy, comes from. Yeah, where is you look breezy? I don't know what that... Should I know what that means, man? Michael Peck says, Cal thinks they are West Coast DL and they think they are too good for the Big 12. I think there's some of that. I think there's some of that. Ryan Fair. 
uh, says, if Arizona doesn't jump, then it's hurry up and wait on Oregon and Washington getting invites uh, via USC. Well, I mean, I think the Big Ten knows you can't just sit here and hope. Yeah. Because at some point, it's going to become arduous for USC and UCLA, you know, what, seven games a year? Six games a year to be traveling like that? That's going to be very difficult. They've got to get travel partners. And, you know, I've heard more than once about, I've heard more than once about, you know, like the Arizona schools in the Big Ten, but... yeah. I mean, there is an academic bar. I mean, you, you look at the schools in the Big Ten, it's not like the Big Ten's an educational slouch because it certainly is not. Uh, Roger Sales, Cal belongs in the Mountain West, more interested in shutting down free speech than football. Whoa. Oh, thanks for your comment today, my guy. Okay. Salty <laughs> Drunk says, good karma will come your way, Teddy. Absolutely. Yeah. Appreciate you helping the old folks out. Um, isn't the only thing Cal relevant in, in is softball? No, I think... I think football, Cal football has a rich tradition. They've just been Jeff Awful. Tedford, Jeff Tedford ain't coming through that door anytime soon. Let's be honest. I mean, they, they need, and, and look, I, I think systematically there's issues there. You look at Sonny Dykes as a great example. Sonny Dykes was at Cal. Where is he now at TCU? Where's TCU in the college <laughs> football playoff? I mean, Sonny Dykes is a hell of a coach. Yeah. You know, like it's just, hmm. John Dry says, West Texas Panhandle. Ooh, yowzer. Uh, the wind is steady, 70 miles an hour plus wind gusts. Yikes. Yeah, the weather has been kind of an ass kicker for the last kind month, of? dude. I thought you said kind of. Yeah. It has been. Uh, don't forget that the official energy drink of the Monty Show is Bucked Up Energy. Let's go, baby. We've got the Bucked Up Miami. If you're in Utah, my favorite shopping store is by far grocery store. I said shopping store. Bro, grocery what's a store. shopping store? Yeah, it means you smoke too much dime. Sorry to uh, be offended by that. Yeah, you know. Uh, anyway, the point is, uh, my favorite store to shop at is Harmon's. Two for four bucks. You know what I love about Bucked Up Energy? A, zero sugar. I am a huge try to avoid sugar. Today, Jake actually sat on my chest, farted a couple times, and forced me to eat candy. I was overpowered. What did you want me to do? Um, thank you for that. Uh, I kid. Uh, but we're really locked on our nutrition right now. We're really focused on eating well. Yeah. Lots of fiber, lots of protein, low fat, low carb. Like we're really working on that. And again, no matter what your nutrition plan is, Bucked Up Energy fits into that. And the thing that I love about doing, doing you know, work with Bucked Up is I can go to buckedup.com. I can use the promo code MONTY and get 20% off at checkout. So I really found that their BCAs, I get up at five in the morning. I mix up a, a, a Bucked Up shaker cup of BCAs, the um, racked version of their BCAs. What you rich. Put a little ice in there, fill it up with water, put in a scoop of, of racked BCAs. Dude, Do you even lift? It is so good. It, it, you know, when you drink something at the gym and you're like, man, it's gone already. I want and it. you're walking around with an empty shaker cup. I'm telling you, since I got that racked BCA, that, that happened. Racked. I absolutely love it. But don't take my word for it. Click the link in the description below for the free samples from Bucked Up. Three free samples and a free shaker. The shakers are the best in the business. Everybody that's got a shaker, comment about it. Um, because I, I will tell you, they'll ship anywhere on the planet. Yeah. So if you're in Mexico, if you're in Tijuana, Tijuana, where, yeah, by the way, salty drunk, you, I know you, you got the samples. Let's go. He's in Australia, Melbourne, Australia, Australia, Mike, by the way, Callum Von Moger, Australian stud. 
He is a spokesperson for Bucked Up Energy. So they're legit dudes. And if you haven't gotten on board yet, do it for free. Click the link below in the description for free samples, a free shaker right to your front door. And it's just quick, just like that. They ship really fast. Yes, yes, yes. So hook it up. Bucked Up Energy, the official energy drink of the Monty Show. Monty program. J.K. Marshall says shopping stores are cool. (laughs) Can you believe I said that? Hey, my favorite shopping store is your mom's house. Hey, guys, 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 guys. Guys, guys. Hugh Janus. <laughs> Matt Ritson. Mark M- Mason was, a, you mean Madsen? Mark Madsen was a Stanford player, was Utah Valley, now at Cal Basketball. Yeah, Bro, they just hired Mark Madsen. Autocorrect is real today. Yeah. Uh, Jorge says, Monty, would it be very difficult to have a jazz player live? Yes, because they won't give us jazz players. Yeah, so they won't. Yeah, once the summer yeah. gets here, once the offseason gets here, We'll be doing some, you know, work. Some stuff. stuff in, Boyd you Lake. Know, uh, yeah. The king of SEO, Boyd Lake. What's up, my friend? Good evening, bros. Kurt Myers, anyone seen Tanner today? I've not seen Tanner. The super soaker has not made an appearance on the show. T. Lawrence Gragston says, I got my samples in Ohio and Shaker Cup. The shaker is goat. See? Dude, I'm telling you, man. See what it's I'm saying? so good. See what it I'm saying? so good, bro. And I love that you're in Ohio, and I love that they shipped right to your front door. Well, and I think the thing is, like, when if you're a big shaker, shaker cup guy, you know when you got a good one and when you got a bad one. You know that when when the lid is not high quality and it pops open all the time and you spill your drink everywhere. Like, you know mm-hmm. when it's a crappy one. And the bucked up one is elite, dude. I love it. I absolutely love it. Um, plenty of toast for all the butter. Tanner's on spring break, probably. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, Kurt Meyer says, my shaker is the black one. The lady at the American Fork store says they love Monty. Let's go. Listen. Um, and listen, I know this listen, was... Listen, were you, were you about to say, listen, I am the captain now? No, I was about to say, pimp's going pimp. You know. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm, I am no pimp. Um, where did Monty's shaker go? Finally had to wash it. I see. (laughs) (laughs) Mrs. Monty, Mrs. Monty. So I think most of you know, I married a rock star, right? Mrs. Monty just keeps my house immaculate, but I never wash my bucked up shaker cup (laughs) because it's just the goat. It is the best shaker, right? And the one that I use, this is a metal one. It's just a metal from a blender bottle. The problem is the lids don't stay shut. Yeah. And it makes me crazy. So the thing I can't do with this is I can't lay it on my backseat in my, in my Hankster, the Jeep Grand Cherokee, because it'll pop open. And so with the big shaker cup from Bucked Up, I don't have to worry about that. And th- yeah, I've gotten spoiled with Bucked Up, if yes. we're being totally honest. But That's yes, right, Ryan Fair, you jerk. I actually had to watch <laughs> That's exactly right. Exactly right. Uh, T. Lawrence Gragston says, my shaker is army green and black. It matches my Michigan State gear. Disgusting, dude. Disgusting. So you're a Michigan State fan. Do you miss Nick Saban? (coughs) 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 Sorry. I'm being a Cold-blooded. It is what it is. I am a Notre Dame fan, so I ain't got, you know. Yeah, bro. You know. Uh, John Dry says effing metal like Pantera. Pantera. Metallica. One of the best things ever was saying Metallica like that to James Hatfield at AT AT&T Park in San Francisco. 
<laughs> so I used to work at the illustrious KMBR 680, the sports, sports leader. leader. Um, and so James Hatfield was doing the national anthem one uh, for, I think it was a day. I can't remember. Some it, He was there. My job was to make sure he got on with, with so one of the shows. I'm so up right now. And so I never say, oh, hey, look, it's Metallica. Like, I don't believe that you can say Metallica, Metallica. I think you have Metallica, to Metallica. you have to say Metallica. Yeah, it's not it's not as legit if you don't say it like that. So yeah. James and I have joked about that. I'm yeah. kind of a big deal. Yeah, dude. I am kind of a big deal. You are. That's all I will say. Big Daddy Magic Travis Bird says Victor is an elite of the elite. Oh my God! Look, dude, I, we get Travis. I mean, we got to have a talk. <laughs> we have got to because listen, <laughs> Travis, you're you're my guy. You're the official Monty Show ambassador. Like, you're awesome. But whatever this boner is you have for Victor Wampanoag. <laughs> Stay hard. Hiscock. Look, I'm Hiscock. <laughs> Hiscock. I don't know Dude. why you are so bricked up over Victor Wampanoag. I'm so bricked up right now. I don't understand it. Like, he's he's a good player, Holden man. Medic. But he's going up against your cousin's AAU team. I need a dick. Like, are you kidding me? And... Big Daddy Magic just loves Waves him. Waves in opposition. Some Victor Wamben, your mama. Like, he does. Yeah. And I love me some I love me some, some Big Daddy Magic. I do. I want it. You know. Uh, Jacob DeLambo says, bro, all the snow is melted outside Utah. Why? Like, seriously. <laughs> Yesterday at this time, it was pouring snow. Now, like, the snow is melting away. This is a code 10 abort. I don't know. Uh, Billy Ferguson, y'all need to be drinking Pepsi for Golden Blue, dude. Nah, I don't drink soda. Nah, not a big soda. Not, we've, no. we've, I appreciate my guy, Golden we've Blue. We talked dude. about it yesterday. I mean, yeah. we've, I mean, we've, you know, not, not like we, we've gone through it. You know, uh, well, Monty is certainly big. I am, I'm absolutely a massive fat ass. Monty no is big. Uh, Jeff Johnson it? throws in three bananas. Hey, congratulations! You can measure it. This Anita Dick and Ming. <laughs> wow 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 uh devin pohl says afternoon fellas time to talk rsl now we're supposed i'm not should i say it out loud Jackass. i have not heard back from trey fitzgerald uh-huh the elite of the elite media relations director for your rayhouse salt lake right um but we are supposed to allegedly I shouldn't even say it out loud because if I say it out loud, it's probably not going to happen, but we're supposed to have John Kimball from RSL on the show tomorrow. So we'll see, you know, uh, Billy Ferguson says Pepsi zero sugar y'all. Nah, man, I haven't had, I haven't had, I haven't drank soda in not even a drop of soda in years, decade, 2010, 2011 to 13 years, something like that. When we first moved to Walnut Creek. Yeah, dude. Like way back in the day. Brady Cook says the BCA peach mango is pretty good. Just tried it the other day. Yeah, dude. dude. We, like I, I, so I'm a big fan of the carnitine. I'm a big, big fan of the carnitine. And I, that's why I use the, the racked. Yeah. I'm telling you, man, the car, it, it shreds the fat off of you. Devin Pohl says NHL to Utah. We hope so. We're working on it. We're working on it. You know. Uh, Y'all need to be sponsored by Celsius. What is Celsius? It's a drink. Okay. Energy drinks are soda like hot dogs are a sandwich. Thank you. That's exactly right. Uh, 
<laughs> Boyd Lake says, Dr. Pepper, zero sugar, the best. The based? Hey, man. I used to love me some Diet Dr. Pepper. No, oh, I mean, I mean, dude, you're talking to two fellows who way back in the day. Oh, God. Dude, like 15 don't, years ago. Don't, don't. There were many nights where cases of Diet Mountain Dew disappeared from our home. Only somehow to end up in the turlet after many, many hours of Call of Duty. And Costco pizza. But now we've refined ourselves. That's right. Uh, and we are only Papa Murphy's Pizza, who has two topping $6.99 deals for you right now. Whether it's game day, movie night, or just a busy day, it's always time for Papa Murphy's. And now you can get any medium two-topping pizza for just $6.99. That's right. The whole family can get exactly what they want any day of the week for any occasion. Any toppings, any sauce, only $6.99. Now that's meaty yum. If only everything else in life was like our deal. Papa Murphy's. We make great pizza so you can make the pizza great. Order online today at PapaMurphy's.com. Papa Murphy's Pizza makes sure you use the promo code MONTY25 to get 25% off your purchase of $25 or more. Uh, Truck Stop Gumby would like to know if a hot dog is a taco. <laughs> Gumby? <laughs> God damn it. Yeah! No, yeah. do not celebrate this because you will. Oh, hey, hey, bros, just stopping uh, by real quick. Hey, man, love the show, but can you tell me man. if soup is cereal? <laughs> Uh, hey guys, 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 guys! Lopes, is uh, is a quesadilla a sandwich? Lopes fan Gabe had the nerve to roll in here one day and be like, "Hey, bros, love y'all, but soup is cereal." Lo uh, first time, long time, guys. Uh, soup is cereal. First time caller, long time listener. Jackass! Hey, 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 guys, 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 guys! Listen, I just have a question. At BYU, can you eat cereal? Because technically, it's soup. While you're soaking an earthquake, earthquaking. Can you eat cereal soup while you're earthquaking? Fuck. I mean, I ch I challenge you not to spill a drop of that milk. You guys, the Monty ghost, any ghost sightings? Well, now that you mention it, what was the other day? What happened in here? The oh, the lights turned off. Had a weird happening today. Lights turned off the other day. The chair moved, you know, last week. The chair moved last week. We go upstairs because, you know, you got to get steps in, right? So, like, we, we will take a walk every, like, three hours. No, we go upstairs to take a poop. Okay. I'm, not, I'm not pooping near the studio. I'm not doing that. Right? I'm not doing that. So, go ahead. So, we go, we go up the elevator. We call it going to the fourth floor. Yeah, we go to the fourth floor. <laughs> <laughs> so, we go to the fourth floor. And, you know, you take the elevator or whatever. Mm -hmm. Get off the elevator, and we're probably in 10 strides off the elevator. And there's just, like, this loud banging door sound. From like, inside the elevator. Like, it was weird. Like, no reason for it. Like, out of the blue. Like, building's empty today. Like, we're, like... So you notice this, too. Because I thought this was really fucking it fascinating. Was weird. We got off the... Excuse my French. We got off the elevator. The elevator closed. And it was like some dude was banging on the inside of it the elevator strange. as it was going down. Yeah. Like, hey, you guys forgot me. Wait what the fuck is that guy? We leave the lights on just like this, right? Like, because sometimes...
during the day when you're just sitting in here, you just want to chill. You're just chilling in the cut. We're in the darkness retreat, bro. Right? We're in the darkness retreat. (laughs) So a lot of times we'll sit in the studio like this. Right. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But it was a few minutes before the show was starting. So all of the lights were on. Right. Right. We're like, hey, got to make a pregame run. Yeah, got a pregame, got to get in the zone. We're good. Come back. The lights are all off. No way someone could have come in here. Doors, doors locked. locked. Like The lights are off. So you joke. Including, by the way, including the the neon signage that we have. Oh, you guys must have had a power outage. Whatever it is. <laughs> Ain't never happened before. Probably going to happen again. The elevator thing was weird, dude. The that elevator thing today was strange. weird. I was trying not to make a big deal out of yeah, it. Yeah, that was very weird. I was trying not to make a big deal out of it. Uh, Nighttime says, if you work out, try cranberry. I love cranberry Yeah, it's juice. so good, dude. Uh, trust me. I I have known. Taylor Smith says, Monty has leveled up. What do you mean? Well, what does that mean, dude? Uh, Travis Bird, Big Daddy Magic. Uh, Miss Sexy Bottom loves loves to you, Monty. Okay, well, who, who the hell hello, is that? Miss, his, his girl. Oh. Um, salty drunk. That fat drop gets me every time, dude. <laughs> hey, man. Fat. Fat. <laughs> McKinnon Tech Dan. Fat. Bro. McKinnon Tech Dan has returned to the to the, the the site of his conquering. I don't know what that means. Uh, it's about nine cans of Dr. Pepper and two rock stars each day to keep me going in the shop. Bro. Dude. <laughs> I, again, not because not. Bro, one can. I'm telling you, one can of bucked up black. A black can of bucked up Miami yeah, dude. because the black can is 300 milligrams of caffeine. And I'm telling you, it hits different. It, it hits different. Boyd Lake, any way to get a Papa Murphy's code for the Austin area? We are working on it. We are absolutely working on it. I know that, um, listen, man, we have become far more of a national show. I understand that. And I, we are working on it. Trust me, we have been working on it. We are in conversations. We're trying. See, Kaufman, dude, why do you come in here and say these kind of hurtful things? So you guys used to eat red sauce and pepperoni. Oh, what are you Those talking about, Those are slanderous man? lies that I will not put up with. We did. I will not put up with your slander many years ago. Those statements are not true, and I ask that you strike them. I will never eat. I am not. I, again, I will not. I, mm, I, I will never eat. I personally would like an apology. I will never eat pepperoni again. Nah, dude. As a man's man. There's two things you need to do. Hit the like button right now and never eat pepperoni again. <laughs> Excellent strategy, sir. You know. Uh, Truck Stock Gumby, Monty prestiged his drink of choice to buck up. Oh, right. oh, leveled up. Leveled up. Okay. I get what you got mean. Got it. Got yes. it. Got dude, it. Dude. Dude. I used to be a camping MF. Do you remember, real quick, because I, I don't want to nerd out too hard here. But do you remember in the old school Call of Duty days when you had to prestige through all the weapons and oh, then yeah. when you prestige high oh. enough, they all turned gold? Oh, that yeah. was such a sick moment, dude. dude. So we had so many. <laughs> so you guys remember, and real quick, two minutes, cage match, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. <laughs> so there was a map. It was called Crash. Yes. And you could get in a cage match on that map. Which is one-on-one, you and one other You person. and one other guy. And we'd be like, hey, dude, dude, you there? Hey, man. And they'd always be like, yeah, headshots. We're like, yeah, okay, cool, bro. Because people would work together in cage masks to do headshots only because you need to do that for achievements. Yep. So if you get headshots, you rank up. Yeah. So we'd be like, all right, yeah, bro, let's meet at the helicopter because there was a crashed helicopter broken in half. Dude would come in there, and we would just hit him in the head with him. And it's this loud ping. And, 
and the guy would just freak out. And he'd be like, it's my turn. I'm like, all right, we're upstairs in the refrigerator, right? On the other end. there's a very obvious room on the map with a huge-ass refrigerator. And so inevitably, we'd be like, hey, dude, we were trying to mess with you, but we kind of glitched inside of this refrigerator. We're stuck in the refrigerator. Can you come and open it? And then you know we'll let you have your 10 straight headshots, dude. Our bad. And so we would direct homie <laughs> right to that refrigerator. And you're on the other side of the map with a 50 cal, right? Of, of a rifle. Yeah. And he'd be like, and he'd be like, I don't see you. And he'd be like, hey man, we're inside the refrigerator. You just gotta walk right in front of the refrigerator and open the door. <laughs> The absolute rage that this caused was incredible. And the best part is you drop him with a headshot, and he's like, what the hell? I'm like, oh, dude, the gun went off. I'm sorry. I, I shot through the refrigerator. Come and open it. I promise you. Fingers off the trigger, man. It was my bad. Yeah, I know what time it is. And sure as shit, this dude had come back and walk right in front of that refrigerator again. <laughs> uh. and the best part was, the best part was, we were using oh. all the cases of Mountain Dew for double points double on XP. all of these troll double jobs. XP. It was incredible, dude. <laughs> Absolutely one of the best memories oh my I God. had, dude. It was, it was so good. Call we of Duty. Did did. Call of Duty was good for nothing, but it was good for something. This is fucking America. Oh. Boyd Lake, uh, gourmet veggie pizza from Papa Murphy's is very popular at uh, the Lake Homestead. Hey, man. Dude, I'm telling you, their veggie pizza is bomb, bro. Boyd, for you, I will absolutely I will absolutely regenerate my efforts to get a uh, promo code in Texas. You're casual. Absolutely. Giggity said COD used to be on a different level. It's just not the same anymore. Well, it's not. because they changed it. They changed it. Now it's, it's all not. open world and everything. Yeah, I just can't. Sure. It's just different. Uh, Taylor Smith says, ha-ha, COD fridge, dude. <laughs> The first time you get them, and I don't know what it was, and it could just be that I'm a good salesman, I don't know, but I'd be like, oh, dude, it went accident, bro. Well, you have to do it as soon as you kill them. Like, as soon as it happens, you have to react like, oh, dude, bro, what happened? Like, you have to pretend like you actually didn't mean to kill them, but full well knowing, oh my God. you know, you're squatted up across oh my the map, God. crosshairs waiting for them. Oh, my God. DeLambo says Modern Warfare 2 was goaded. Yes, it was. Yes, it it was just <laughs> It's just so much fun, dude. Like And they just they come back every time. Okay, okay. You better not be messing with me, dude. I'm so sorry, dude. It's my yeah, bad. I have to figure something out. My bad. And then the best part is you'll hit them again in like one out of five people you can get them to stay and then you send up the helo and you're like, "Oh, it won't shoot you just and it's it <laughs> And all of a sudden, it's eight nothing, and they disappear from the game. It's just the greatest gratification ever. Lana Kane and B12. Oh, so good. San Diego State says, you're solo on an island with that pepperoni take, Monty. I, hey, dude. Dude, I am not a pepperoni guy. Dude, pepperoni is so mid, dude. We The pizza we had over the dude, weekend, casual. We, we got uh, Papa Murphy's over the weekend. Yeah. I don't remember what day it was, but. Sunday. It was, was it Sunday? Sunday. It was medium. It, or no, it was a, a large, a 16-inch large family. We all shared it. Traditional crust, barbecue sauce, mozzarella, the herb mix, extra. I use extra herb mix. And then like green onion and mixed onion. And you put extra mushroom all the way across the top. Yeah, dude. 
Creme de la. Yeah, then you get the the marinara meatball. Oh my god! I'm so bricked up right now, dude. Seriously, I it's so good. It is it is just so good. Uh, Jacob Delambo says AC one thirty. Yes. Uh, Taylor says homie had uh, faith in you. Xbox or PS five? Xbox all day. Xbox all day. Uh, Boyd Lake says, would that be a case of fridge camping? It would. It would. Oh my god! And that oh dude. Then there was one where um, <laughs> there was a house, and I don't remember the name of the map. Backlot. Was it back? Oh, backlot. Oh my god! With the where the sh- containers yeah. were. Yeah. No, that's shipment. That's shipment. Shipment. There's high grass on shipment, and you would be in a cage match, and you lay down in the high grass, and dude goes running by you because he can't see you. And you just run up right behind him and he stops and he's like, where is this guy? And then you put one in the back of his head. (laughs) And then you you exit out. You You quickly exit out so that he can't see the kill cam. He can't watch the replay to see where you came from. Then you go all into it again. And it just pisses him off so bad. So entertaining, dude. It's so bad. J.K. Marshall says pepperoni rocks. Gumby puts pictures of pepperoni. J.K. Marshall says Gumby's Pizza. Jacob DeLambo says, I got a nuke with a tactical knife on Wasteland. <laughs> oh, dude, remember the refinery one? Oh, uh, oh my God. And you yeah. sit on top of the refinery and you just you just pick dudes off one at a time. Rust. Rust. And then you get like the gunship in there and it's not hard to get a nuke, dude. It's not. But the other one is you lay at the top of the stairs on back lot. Yeah. There's an abandoned house. You lay on the top of the stairs and you just blow dudes up with a shotgun. And it just, they all try to get you with like grenades. Then you don't lay at the top of the stairs. You lay in the corner. They come back in <laughs> and you take their cranium off with a shotgun. Oh, my God. Dude. Oh, it just pisses people off. Taylor Smith says back uh, back. Backlot was the best map. It was one it of them. It really was, dude. Bigfoot Hunter says dilly dilly. Yeah, dude. I mean, you know. Exactly. Ryan Fair says, I want to talk about this ghost in the studio. Dude. Dilly dilly. What do you want to okay? What do you want to talk what about? What do you want to talk about? Yeah, I mean, give us something here. What do you want to talk about on the Monty Show presented by our good friends at the Advocates? Theadvocates.com, the best injury attorneys in the business. Because listen, guys, you didn't deserve to get in that accident. You didn't deserve to get hurt at work. And I, I can only say it so many times. If you have a workman's comp case, please do not trust your insurance company. Do not trust your employer. It costs you nothing to talk to the elites, the best of the best in workman's comp, the advocates. There's never a consultation fee. There's never a retainer. You don't pay the advocates until they win your case. You can even chat with an attorney live online 24-7, theadvocates.com. And I know some people are hesitant, and I know some people get nervous about workman's comp, and I can tell you I know so many people who didn't want to get a lawyer because, oh, it's my job, and I feel bad getting a lawyer to go against my... You have to watch out for you. Because your company and their workman's comp insurance and your auto insurance, they're looking out for them. They're looking Mm -hmm. out for their shareholders and their board members. Who's going to look out for you? You got to get somebody to fight for you. You didn't deserve to get hurt at work. You didn't deserve to get hit by a guy driving distracted, looking at his phone. But you do deserve an advocate, somebody to fight for you, theadvocates.com. Make sure you tell them you heard about it. On the Monty Show, uh, Salty Drunk says, I want you to become a member, Toast. There is, wow. 
I want to talk about Matt Marco Polo. Oh! Yeah, we can have that conversation. 30 minutes from right now, we will talk. There is a massive... There is a big boy update on that. Massive Marco Polo update. big boy update on that. Massive Marco Polo update. Dude. Uh, Ryan Fair, was your studio built on top of an old burial ground? Is Mrs. Monsey against you bringing a Ouija board into work? Burn some sage, bro. I don't, why are you bringing Kyrie into the conversation, dude? I don't believe in Ouija boards. I'm Shiva, the god of death. <laughs> now, I believe in haunted houses. I grew up in a haunted house. We've told this story on the show before. You're so fucked. Like, I believe in haunted houses. I do, I do believe in ghosts. You hear just the stuff you, you hear in this. We're, we've been in this building at 5 a.m., dude. And the things that you hear in this. It's weird. I'm just telling and, you. And hey, if you don't want to call it a ghost, at, at a minimum, you got to call it unexplained. I'm it's just def- telling it's just, you. It's just a weird, instinctually, like how it made me feel, it was just weird. It's you, just you, odd. It just, when you, I'm telling you, when you, when it's, what's the right way to say this? When it's a, whatever you want to call it, when it's a ghost, I am telling you, it just feels different. Yeah. It fe- you're like, something just grabs you by your spine. I mean, everything you know, from like, doorknobs turning to chairs moving to lights turning off to, I mean, legitimately with the elevator today. I, I mean, it's not even an exaggeration. You get off the elevator. We take that elevator every single day. Literally, it's a routine. Yeah. We get off the elevator today, and my guy's exactly right. It literally sounds like a person was banging on the inside of the elevator. Yeah. The doors closed. Normal, That's what I thought. Because think about it. You get off an elevator, right? You never look back. You don't look back. So we get off the elevator normal. We're just kind of walking, walking away from it. We hear, I hear, I remember hearing the elevator door close. And then it was just like, just bang, bang, bang. Like just definitive yeah. noise. Like it's weird, dude. It was weird. Uh, there's plenty of toast for all the butters. I don't want a membership. I want to support the show the way I have for years, dude. That's totally fine. Bro. Yeah, yeah. It's all good. It's cool. bro. It's all good. We, we, I'm telling you guys, we have a great community of listeners yeah. and I know that the show has grown and a lot of people DM me. Um, I know that it's it's difficult for a lot of people who have who are longtime listeners of the show. Fuck man, we have and I don't know what I excuse my French. I we have a lot of listeners who've been here a long time. You guys, I love every one of you. I love meeting you guys. I love when you guys shout us out at the 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 Grizzlies game the other night on Friday night or Saturday night. That was like so many people came up to us and we're like, Hey, Hey, Hey. Cause we actually sat in the stands the other night and it's just great to talk to you guys. And I feel bad that a lot of people feel like the show has just gotten so big now that some of your comments don't get read. And dude, there's not a listener or viewer here that I don't value. Whether you listen to us on Spotify and I know we have a ton of listeners on Apple and Spotify through our podcast or audio only you listen to this show on Spotify or you watch us every day on YouTube, we love you, man. Like you guys are you guys are what make this show possible. I'm telling you. Yeah. Taylor says the Maverick Center is haunted. I ain't disagreeing with you, man. I am not disagreeing with you. Um, let's see. Uh, can we get some butter toast merch shirts? We should. That I'm here for. Yeah. That I'm here for. But I'll only make, see, the problem is I'll only make like 20 of them. Yeah. Because we always get people who are like, oh, I'll buy one. I'll buy. Okay. Hey, we got merchandise. Oh, bro. Yeah. It looks like I spent too much money on my butter supply and I don't have any for your shirts. You know. Uh, Let's see. Uh, Who else? A couple more real quick. Because then I I do want to get to 
a couple of non-sports stories. Uh, love you too, Monty and Jake. Aw. Chad, I love you. That seems awkward. Um, John Dry, I am from the South. It's normal until it hurts you. It is. Yeah, I'm not sweating the ghost, dude. Like, if somebody is, if somebody is, listen, man, if they coming for this ass, it's my time. You know, the universe yeah. is what it is. Um, Billy Hahn, uh, oh, West Virginia, Billy Hahn. Oh, no. Oh, it's been a rough couple of days, dude. Oh, no. Billy Hahn apparently is in um, ill health. Oh, best of luck to Billy Hahn. I hope he's all right. I guess he had, I guess Billy Hahn had some heart issues. So bummer, bummer. Um, get some bigger sizes. I will. Absolutely. What the problem is a lot of people have asked us for the big five O shirts. Yeah. And we have, how many do we, you know, the inventory. We, we still got, we still have a good bit, probably. but they're smaller sizes, they're smaller right? sizes. Yeah. So like a lot of people can ask for a bigger size than we have. So, you know, uh, like big daddy magic. I made him a shirt. I made him a shirt. I made him one specially for him. Yeah. What sizes do we have left in the big five O shirts? Uh, we have large, extra large, and 2X primarily. I believe we have three or four smalls left. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So if you want one of those shirts, let us know. Happy to hook you up. Uh, Capazzo, my guy. Dude, where have you been, bro? Miss where you, where you been? Love the way the showgram has grown and happy for you both. What's up, dude? Yeah, how's the cheesy? Yeah, how's it going in St. George? By the way, hey, by the way, did you see in St. George, our guys at Barbecue Pit Stop just had their grand reopening there. Um, Tech Dan says in New Orleans, real estate places are listed as haunted or not haunted. Is that right? Really? Is that right? Uh, Taylor Smith, what's your merch site? Don't have one yet. Coming very soon. Probably not. Monty, uh, is the ghost from the future trying to tell himself he doesn't need 300 milligrams of caffeine. Could be, <laughs> could be, could be. <laughs> Ken Williams says I need a four X. Okay. When we order them, I'll take care of it. Uh, Tech Dan says I'm getting one of my shirts made up for you, Monty. For the bigger sizes. Wow. Did you just Dude, call me bro, fat? Dan, Dude, bro, why do you need to make it personal, bro? Fat! 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 Lamont Tucker uh, says, good evening, everyone. What's up, What's Lamont? Up, bro? Is that a Michigan helmet? Awesome, dude. I used to make the Michigan football helmet because um, I used to love Michigan. Notre Dame was my favorite game of the year. I used to love that Michigan helmet. Now I hate them. You know. You know. Uh, Capazzo says, the new time is tough to catch live. Appreciate you being here, though, dude. Uh, truck stop Gumby says fat mm. 801 fat. West Valley says make comments members only. Uh, I See, can't do that, bro. We've gone back and forth on this and overwhelmingly our members are like, nah, bro, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. So we try not to. Okay. Dating update. Dating, dating update. update. Yeah. Uh, Marco Polo is dead. So date Jake was dating a lovely girl. Yeah. She was very nice. Keisha. Keisha. Yeah. Um, and all of a sudden it just came to an end. What happened? Yeah, I think that there just was some, there there was, you know, she, she had been busy. You know, she had been out of town the last weekend. And, mm -hmm. you know, I, I think the other problem was distance. I think, you know, for me anyway, the other problem was distance. It's, you know, Orem is, is pretty far away and it makes it harder to, you know, get, go and get, you know, uh, a bite to eat in South Jordan or Saint or something like you know what it I mean. Makes it like, hard to, to. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it absolutely <laughs> does. I mean, you're not running, you know. Uh, but anyway, <clears throat> um, I just think it just wasn't. It just it just didn't work out. That's all. But it wasn't you some had huge a vibe. Deal. You had a vibe issue from the beginning with this one. You were telling me that you just had a vibe issue. Yeah, I think that I think that she's a wonderful person. I mean, in the in the time that I knew her, and you know, I'm sure she'll. 
find her find her way. But yeah, I, I think that there was, I I would say that it wasn't from my side. It just wasn't like you know how like with s some people when you talk to them, it's just like a naturally flowing. You can just feel it's it. Easy. Like it's easy. Yeah, it's easy. Like. It wasn't that way for me. We had good conversation, but the feel just wasn't right. there as much. Right. So you're also not somebody that's a serial dater, though. I'm trying to adjust. And I've encouraged to work hard on. I've it. encouraged my man to put more lines in the water. Right. Right. Try to hook more fish, and he won't do it. No, I'm doing it. Yeah. Yeah. So you're dating this new person. Yeah. And we're not going to say what yeah, she. Yeah, we're not. She, we're, we can't. We're not allowed she to has divulge. A high, yeah. She has a high-profile gig. Yeah. So, what is the? What's the story with this? This one. Yeah, we just uh, the connection. I feel like is very much there. We so as an example, this is live. Didn't tell my guy this last night. We talked on the phone. She called me and wanted to talk, and so we talked for a while, and you know, had a great time, and. Uh, oh, do tell since yeah. you choose to hide this shit from me. We spend 12 hours a day together you. and you don't share with, with the man. I didn't hide it from you. So, uh, by the way, toast for all the butter wants to know if it's Sarah Todd. Uh, wow. <laughs> wow dude. dude, this show would burn to the ground if you're like, yeah, it's Sarah Todd. Yeah. <laughs> we can attack Dan. Is it Sarah Todd? Dude, bro. <laughs> you guys are savages, bro. You're savages, bro. Uh, so... Yeah, I talked on the phone yeah, last night. Yeah, do tell. Let's go. Since you didn't, you want to hide it from me when we're together all day, let's go. Yeah, we talked on What'd the What'd you guys talk about? Uh, everything from how our days were to, you know, vacation spots. Do that... you like her voice? I do. Yes, I do. Yep. Is she aware of the program? She is very much aware of the program, yes. Okay. Yes. And so you guys, you how long did you talk on the phone? Uh, like 40 minutes or so, a while. FaceTime or phone call? Phone call. Okay. Phone call, yep. yep. Um, so like 40 <clears throat> minutes. Yeah, talked about she's big into football. Uh, Who's she's her team? She's a Chiefs fan. Oh, come on. Man. You know, uh, you know. So, so you're looking be, for new applicants is what you're gonna saying. There's going to be a lot of Patty Mahomes in my life if it works out, apparently. Um, you know, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know. Uh, she's a Chiefs fan. Yeah, I know it's not it's it's not ideal. It's not ideal. Um yeah, but, it's ideal but, it's ideal when you guys hit the like button. But I'm um, trying to cuz you beat me over the head with it for the last however long mm -hmm. that I have to be more open to dating and I have to be more aggressive and be more open-minded. So I'm doing that. Okay? And I'm working on that. And this person it, like what is it you like about this person very early on cuz you've talked for 40 minutes? Yeah, I mean very early on I um you know, she's athletic, she likes to go to the gym, she's into football, she likes sports. Um you know, and we we've gotten along so far. Now again, just like you said, very early on, so it's kind of hard to say, but Well, if you didn't get along, would you be talking on the phone? No, probably not. No. Right. Okay, so you guys get along. So what do you not like about this person? Um, I don't know. She's kind of shy. She's a little bit shy. I would say that's so, kind of one of the things that... Like, how does that manifest itself? I think it, it, early on, you know, you, you have to... And this is... I've talked about this before with other, other people. And I think part of it is just the way dating works. But mm -hmm. you have to sort of... You kind of have to ask a lot of questions and, and kind of get them to open up a little bit and get them to be a little bit more comfortable. And so that can be a challenge sometimes. Okay. But, here's a very important question. Does this girl yes. listen to the show? Yes. Yes. C. Kaufman, does she drive a Civic? No idea what she drives. 
Okay, after the last girl no drove idea. a Civic, no idea. how do you not ask? Because I mean, that wasn't on the top Text of my her. list. Text her. That wasn't, okay. Text her right now. Okay. And just say, hey, everybody on the show wants to know what kind of crappy car do you drive? Uh, Taylor Smith, Tinder or Hinge? Hinge. Hinge. McKinnon Tech Dan, have you seen her in person or is this a Manti Teo situation? Jesus, Dan. <laughs> Well, it is a little sketch that she would not FaceTime. No, it wasn't that she wouldn't FaceTime. I That's just didn't ask fair, her. That is not a fair characterization. Hey, bro, uh, you guys were supposed to meet and she blew you off. Well, but that was my okay, fault. Okay, but that's different. That's different. By the way, by the way, Mrs. Monty and I had a bit of an argument over this last night uh -huh. while watching Catfish. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> but it's fine. We all are just, we're all just different. We're all just different about it. Yeah. Um, truck stop Gumby. Is she a leaner? No you idea. You listen to dude. the show way no too. No idea, bro. <laughs> I have no. That is not first date material, bro. God, God, can you? God, God, do you? Can you hear me, God? God, if if you are in fact real and you are listening to the show. God, was that you on the elevator today? Please, God, are you are you in here, God? Please. Hi, God. Jackass. <laughs> well, I'm glad you love me, God. But God, if, if you are real and you have any feelings for my bosoms, please, God, make this girl a stand and squat, stand squat pull, please. I have no idea what that was. I am begging you to make her team squat. Thank you, God. Okay. Sorry. I just needed a minute of personal time to internalize some prayer. Um... <laughs> Join me in prayer. Oh, heavenly pooper God. <laughs> that would be amazing if she was team squat. <laughs> uh, DeLambo says, I'm only a Chiefs fan because my landlord is. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. Uh, Brandon Butler, too good to be true, Jake. Is it Manti Teo's girlfriend? Watch your bank account. Right. Wow. Right. Taylor Smith says, text her right now. Capazzo says, what is wrong with a Civic? That's oh, what I'm God. saying, dude. She, you're the last girl who didn't work out, by the way. Right. Drove a Civic. Yeah, but that doesn't mean it curses people. Toast wants to know if she can come on the show. No. Ryan Fair says, damn. Taylor Smith says she was in the... Yeah, you guys are going to FaceTime and it'll be like, uh, okay, let's uh, let's pull it up. Um, oh, what happened? Why? Hey, hey I can't see you. Well, well I I'm in the darkness retreat. Yeah, uh, our power's out right now. I'm sorry. Oh. And you'll be talking to her and she'll be like, oh, I'm sorry, my power's out. My, my, my power's out. <laughs> my power's out. <laughs> she has an attractive voice. Yeah, she does. Great okay. voice. Okay. Um, Mike M says, not buying an American car means she's smart. Okay. The Lambo says, catfishers are shy. Oh, I just can't meet you. Right. I'm catfishing somebody else. <laughs> Who the f is that guy? Hume says she's an Android user, can't do FaceTime. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. Salty Drunk says, I'm going to scale back to $1.99, guys. With the time difference, it's hard to get most of the most of the ins. Okay. Cool, dude. What whatever you need, man. I appreciate you being here, Salty. Uh, haven't y'all uh, seen Tail lately? That that dude has leveled up on retirement. Well, yes, he has. Yes, he has. 
Truck stop Gumby, is she team red sauce? I don't know. I'll ask her. I really don't know. Jet Wayman, I've been catfished before. Never again. Damn, what happened, dude? Oh, Teddy, let's meet. Hey, Teddy. But you need to send me $5. For, send me $5. You know, my car broke down. Teddy, maybe we need to talk about that catfish story. Uh, Michael Williams. Hey, guys, great show as always. Appreciate you, Michael. Yeah. Uh, Mike Maple says, is she team barbecue sauce on pizza? I will ask. I don't know. <laughs> Boyd Lake, does she like sports? Yes. John Dry. Uh, party is the GOAT, Big 12, Texas Tech. Okay. Okay. Taylor Smith. I'm, I feel a burning in my bosoms for Jake and this girl. Okay. Uh, okay. His bosoms are burning. This is getting serious now. I mean, this no, is, no, no. That must be an omen. Yeah, I mean, this is getting real serious now. McKenna Tech Dan, the holster king of America. As long as she likes flats and blue cheese, she would be. She should be good. Bro, what are you talking about, man? What? Don't fuck. Yeah. I what? Mean, come on, what are you doing, dude? No. What are you doing? No. What are you no. doing? Uh, Delambo says, I swear civics come with a broken bumper. They do. Yeah. They do. Uh, J.K. Marshall wants to know if she has cats. Uh, I don't know. How do you not ask this stuff, man? Hey, hey, uh, homie, do you have cats? Okay, well, if Bro, she if she's on, a dude. dude, I'm a little dude, worried. I mean, who 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 rolls out on the first date and is like, hey, do you have cats? Do you not? Is that not a basic question? No, I'm Doesn't not. Doesn't Hinge have a, a a a filter for that? No. What's wrong with saying, hey, are you team dog or team cat? I just haven't asked yet. Are you team squat or team lean? Okay, that's probably a bit that's offensive. probably too much. Yeah, that's no, no, no. You know, uh, Taylor Smith, Android users drive civics. Totally agree. Ryan Fair, they always ask if you have the uh, cash app first. <laughs> hey, do you have cash app, bro? Dude, Let did you guys hear that the founder of cash app got stabbed? Yeah, how about that story? That is Homie, wild, bro. Dude is just walking down the street in Sam Frog's disco, San dude. Francisco, and somebody ran up on him and knifed him in the uh, abdomen. Bro. Right in the side, dead. Do the founder of Cash App murdered on the streets of San Francisco. Uh, Ken Williams, don't give up, Jake. She, uh, the shy ones are the fun are fun at night. <laughs> We'd also like oh, to Ken, know if you got dude. to second base. Ken, 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 my guy. Did you get to second base? Uh, Travis Bird. Jake, when you and her have a baby, you'll name her Victor. No. Bro, what are you talking about, man? man. He, you are. Dude, what are you going to do? What are you going to do when Victor Wambin, your mama, winds up on the Pistons? What are you going to do? Uh, Jet Wayman, the Tile King of Utah, says, I'll tell you the story on Saturday. Oh, you damn right. <laughs> Taylor Smith yes, says, did. cat yes, dog. Yes, you did. But come on, let's be honest. If you're dating a chick, you want a dog chick. You yeah. want a chick who likes dogs who embraces dogs, that doesn't tear shit off the walls in the apartment you share. Discock. Like, that's the kind of dog person you want. Don't ask about that reference. Um, see, the Tile King of Utah. Exactly right, because... Jet, you're a cat guy? Bro, I always ask if they have cats. I'm a cat guy. Wow. You gotta ask. Wow. Uh, David says you need to ask if she has cats. Those are the crazy ones. Okay, I will ask. I will ask. I will ask. Right? Mike Maples. Clearly, Jake wasn't into conversation on the first date, my man. That's what I'm saying. How do you talk for 40 minutes? You don't talk about cars. You don't talk about cats or dogs. You don't talk about drums or flats. You don't talk about because ranch or blue cheese. Trivial things. They're not trivial. They're foundational things. Yeah, okay. Dude, you cannot throw a hot dog down a hallway if she's a blue cheeser. 
You just can't do it. Dave's in opposition. Yeah, you just can't do it. <laughs> like, what is the disconnect? Anita Dick and Ming. <laughs> what is the dis? Yeah, I didn't. I, like I didn't. Cats. I didn't all roll right. up on the phone call being like, "All right, uh, need to figure out if she's team hey, lean or team squat." Hey, uh, hey, uh, sexy face. Do you guys uh, do you like cats or dogs? Oh, I like cats. Okay, I gotta go. My battery's dying. Uh, yeah, don't call me. I'll call you. If she's team cats, it's over. Right. Right. That's what I'm saying. Does she want kids? Yes. One or a whole entire infield? Between one and two. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so there is hope. That's a good answer. Yeah. Oh, God. Mrs. Monty is texting me. <laughs> I'm not saying that out loud. I'm not saying that out loud. Hell no. Okay. See, I cannot believe the betrayal that I deal with in my marriage. Okay. I, I just I just can't believe the betrayal. Uh, bro, the, if you're going to ride me about not asking questions, you at least got to say the top one. No, I don't have to say Dude, nothing, man. Dude, you can't be in denial, bro. Of what? Dude. Nope. What's her first name? I can't divulge that. Really? Yeah, I can't do that. Okay. McKinney Tech Dan says second base over the phone might div be yeah, difficult, bro. especially yeah. if you ain't FaceTiming or Marco Polo in. <coughs> <coughs> <laughs> Victor, uh, his boy toy, LOL, apparently. Seriously. Matt Ritson, are, uh, are going to use Apple Pay by now or pay later? Exactly right. <laughs> what Cat do you guys think of that? Cats are mean. The pay later thing is interesting to me. There's too many of them now. Yeah, there is. The, the, there really the problem is. is. The problem is, what is a credit card company's job uh, to put you in debt? Yeah. So the pay later thing is just a scam. Yeah. Use your credit card because you're going to pay later. You're already paying later. Yeah, that's the promise. And if you're giving them a loan, if you're taking a loan from them, they're going to charge you a higher interest rate. Yeah. Don't carry credit card debt. How many times I got to tell you that, fool? A salty drunk. Have you tapped the little red head firecracker yet, Jake? Oh, my God. Je Jesus, dude. No, they're not seeing each other anymore. Yeah. I'm not, we're, yeah. You know. Uh, Jackson Graham, not a member of the program. Cars and pets is first date material. That's what I'm saying. Okay. We haven't had our first date yet. I will ask. There's plenty of toast for all the butter. Leave the blue cheese girls for Greg. Do you want to set up the meeting? I hesitate to say this out loud. I, it's, it's pretty unbelievable, dude. Let me sit up. You know what? This feels like a moment that you and God should get together again. Yeah. No, God, don't open the door for God. Don't open the door for God. Don't do it. Don't. Mrs. Monty sends me a text and says, not all cats are bad. What's wrong with you? Okay, I can live with that. Okay, yeah. That's, yeah. Okay, let's move on. Yeah. Um, she also said <clears throat> she likes blue cheese. Boyd Lake says, uh, <laughs> Boyd Lake says, Jake, don't kiss and tell. I'm not doing it, dude. I'm telling you, I'm not doing it. Ken Williams, I like Kitty Taco, LOL. Wow. Brian Fair, she texted him about the ghost stuff. Eric C says, Jake is the captain now. Like, I am the captain now. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> What's up, Eric C? Good to see you. Uh, salty Drunk Boyd, uh, Jake is obligated to tell us everything, dude. We were here when he broke his virginity. <laughs> we clear on that? Yeah, if you ask this guy over here, I'm still a virgin, so you know. You know. Okay. 
Um, haha, revealing Kish's name was the mistake. Keisha. Yeah, we probably shouldn't, you know. Uh, Brandon Butler says Salty was shaking uh, the bed while Jake was soaking. Excuse me. Salty was, was earthquaking the bed while Jake was soaking. Thank you. Big difference. Thank you. McKinnitech Dan, use your credit card so you can get points, miles, and pay the whole thing off every month. Exactly what yeah, I dude. do with Amex. Yeah. Exactly what I do. Yeah. Uh, Taylor Smith says Preacher Monty. Mm -hmm. I'm saying. Ryan Fair, damn, Monty, uh, Monty Shaving Jacks, not a member of the program, LOL. You know. You know. Uh, Geoff says, does Mrs. Monty not believe in ghosts because she's an atheist? Exactly. She doesn't believe in ghosts. She doesn't believe in haunted houses. She do, she just, she, I don't, what happens? Let me ask you this then. What happens when you die? Well, if you ask Mrs. Monty, the lights just turn off. That's it. I don't know what happens. I don't know what happened. I, honestly, I don't. All I'm saying is, now there's a crispy bacon. Now there is a crispy bacon. Get it? Crispy bacon. See, so see what he did there? It's crispy bacon, like crispy bacon, but it's his name. See what he did there? No date yet? Come on, Jake. Get to buttering the toast. Hey, man. I'm working on it. Do you want to set up the meeting? You know. You know. Listen. Anyway, I don't know what happens when you die. I, I truly, I don't know. I know that I'm going to continue to drink, you know, fucked up energy. I will say that, but I don't know what happens when you die. Yeah. I have no idea. I don't know. What do you think happens? I mean, obviously I don't know, but I don't, I don't know. My instincts tell me the lights just don't turn off. Okay. That seems a little stark. Taylor Smith says, I will set up the meeting. Hey. <laughs> that is one of my favorite drops. Yeah, dude. I mean, you know. Do you want to set up the meeting? Brandon Butler says, even us atheists hope we are wrong at the end. <laughs> Seriously. Maybe your mom didn't go to heaven. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, dear. Oh, my. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, Travis Bird says, Mrs. Monty believes in Victor Wambanyama. That's her it guy. It became personal with me. You know. That's her God. Like, I'm just telling you, the atheist God thing, I I don't know. I, I can tell you, as a recovering Catholic, my, Fire and fury. I'm a universe guy. What does that mean? I believe that you're there. The, there is a guiding something. I don't know what it is. I'm a big believer in there are no accidents. Like, Mrs. Monty doesn't believe that. Mrs. Monty's like, oh, there, you know, there, it was an accident. Like, there's no, there, nothing. And I got mad respect for that. I don't know what happens when you die. When the lights turn off, I, I, do you go to heaven? I don't think so. Do you just pop out of some lady's thigh cast? I have no idea. Going to heaven. Yeah, I don't know. Do, are you just rebirthed as, like, somebody's cousin? I have no if idea. If I knew what I was going to fucking do, I'd have already fucking done it. Yeah, Tom. Like, I don't know what happens. I am not a big believer that, oh, there's heaven and... Mm, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. <laughs> Mrs. Monty says I'm available for an interview if you want to discuss. <laughs> you know, but I agree with Brandon Butler, though. <laughs> Look at Brandon Butler. T it, it takes a lot of courage to believe in nothing. Seriously. The problem is you can't believe in nothing without being ridiculed for it. Mm -hmm. Right? I do not believe in organized religion. I think it is a cash factory. I think it's a cash factory. <laughs> You're not wrong. God bless. You know? 
I think it is a cash factory, You're but that's wrong, bro. that's just you me. Are not I would, wrong, dude. and by the way, I would put Mrs. Monty on the show, but she likes blue cheese. So yeah, I mean, I don't know how. Like, how does that even happen? How, like, the, how did we get here? Oh, it's complete betrayal. Yeah, it's complete betrayal. That's that's. I mean, what? How else would you describe? It? <coughs> I mean, it's you know. not it's not luring the guy to the fridge and popping a cap in his dome. Yeah, but you know, Taylor Smith says, "How does my business sponsor the show?" You just DM Jake. Yeah, DM me, bro. SLC Jake. Yeah, that's it. We can chat. What do you do, Taylor? Yeah, Smith? what do you do, bro? What's your business? Plug um, yourself. You know, uh, Giggity says get Mrs. Monty on the show. She's a cat person who likes blue cheese. All of a sudden. Sorry if you're offended by that. Boyd Lake says my favorite drop is no, no, no. That's do you know? No, what that, no, no. Do you know what that drop is? Yes, yes, yes. That is Zach Wilson's mom's friend saying she's not the one that he he. No, no, no. That's her saying no, no, no. 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 He did not pipe me. That's, you know. He did not pipe me. That's what I'm saying. Uh, we need Mrs. Monty and the ghost to get into the octagon. We hey, do. Monty. We do. Uh, Ryan Fair says, I'm invested in this show. I need Mrs. Monty to bring some dirt. I pay $1.99 a month. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly right. Um, let's see. No, uh, plenty of toast for all the butter. How do we sponsor Jake's dating life? Condom supply company. <laughs> hey, you, look, I, I am not beyond. I, I dude, will tell you, you must this right still now. have some condoms from I last am Christmas. Not beyond signing a sponsor to this show for a segment on my dating life every day. If you think I'm beyond that, you got something else coming. Do you still have those condoms we gave you? Yeah, for I got Christmas? a stockpile, bro. Yeah, I'm telling yeah, We gave him I'm like prepared. a thousand condoms. I'm prepared. Uh, let's see. Jet Wayman says, "Don't touch me there. It's my favorite drop." Don't touch me there. That's my no-no square. Don't touch me there. That, sir, is my no-no square. It's amazing. It's amazing. It's amazing. Salty drunk. Yes, sir. You sponsor Jake by becoming a member. Yeah. <laughs> Better send those refunds. Yeah. And giggity, too. You can start by joining the membership. Yeah. Taylor Smith says, Zachy Poo. Uh, I operate online high schools in the western states. Wow. Wow, that sounds kind of cool actually yeah uh jackson graham says shame grum program program shame grum. program program you know you know i'm just saying like it is the whole what happens to you when you die thing is, it is fascinating. i think it's a fascinating thing i mean you 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 i mean you start running possibilities and you're like damn dude i, I am i am just comfortable being me i am comfortable being me and, I, and i've seen you know the hard part is like my wife is an atheist and her family is not mm-hmm and she takes some flack with just some. The, it's not like the oh, you're going to hell, you atheist whore. You like that's yeah, that's not. <laughs> it's not that overt, right? It's the oh, oh, like the little looks and the little mm, like that's the oh. Mm. Mike M says studies show cat people are smarter. Actually, they're hell not. out of here. They're with that. not. They smell funny. <laughs> Uh, Salty Drunk says, have you met uh, the little firecracker yet, Monty? I have not. Dude, the little firecracker. The redhead's is, gone. Yeah, she's gone, dude. The redhead's gone. Yeah. You know. We've moved along. Uh, Jet Wayman says, I'm going to become a beautiful butterfly when I die. <laughs> Jesus. Facial recognition. I, I don't know what happens. I Here's what I will tell you. And I think Mrs. Monty would agree with me. Like, our plan is not to be buried in the ground. Our plan is not to... Yeah, we're going like, to burn I don't, you ass. Yeah, seriously. I don't want people to be like, oh, there's Monty's grave. Man, that's Mon your daddy. Yeah, that Monty show was <laughs> unbelievable. I'm going to take a leak on his grave as a celebratory pour one out. 
Nah, dude. It's the fucking vernal like, equinox. Yeah. Like, I don't want people like, oh, it's a vernal equinox. Gotta go visit Monty's grave. You know? We're not hitting lakes today. We gotta go Gotta go visit Monty's grave. Yeah. Oh, look at that. LV's, uh, LV's Seminole. Oh, there's Mrs. Monty. All of a sudden, she's a fan of blue cheese. Liar. Damn. Uh, LV Seminole says donations to Jake's future date. Hey. Thank you, LV and Seminole. And just kind of scruff it and play with it when it's wet. By the way, good to see you. Wish I could say the same for the blue cheese cat crowd today. Not all cats are bad. Yes, they like are. Blue cheese. So maybe your mom didn't go to heaven. Hey, man. I hey, worked man. out like after lunch today, like just an hour and a half ago. I feel like I look like crap. So no, you look. Your hair looks ravenous. I'd hit that. You'd hit that any time. Really, wouldn't matter. I need what a dick like. me. You... <laughs> you ain't wrong. All right. So when did you start liking Roquefort? Dude. Who's the one who always eats the blue cheese if it comes out on the table when you order wings? So we were at the break the other day and I almost threw up in my mouth because I thought it was blue cheese. Just the thought of it being blue cheese. It's really despicable. It was bad. Do you want to talk about throw up? The dog threw up. And he's acting weird. Like I'm. Oh yeah, I'm team cat now. Throw up again. Like. Okay, so let me get this right. I might as well have a cat. Cats throw up all the time, and Um, my dog is on that path. So we start. You get on the show to talk about death. Yeah. But before that, you thought it would be great to introduce yourself as a blue cheese, cat loving atheist whose dog throws up all over the house. Truth. Okay, yeah, well, I'm yeah. glad you made the appearance on the show. I appreciate your time. So what, do you guys miss the morning show when we used to have the dog like on camera barfing everywhere? He is a sick puppy. And Mrs. Monty would be like, no, no, no. I think our dog is going to die soon. In all seriousness. Oh, stop. I, no, I'm, stop. I'm, not, I'm not even kidding. He's kind of... He's struggling along. So he's got a lot. My my older my dog is like fourteen years old. Yeah, he's old. Yeah, he will be fourteen, and he has a heart issue. We give him Lasix and we give him all kinds of drugs for it. But he's coughing more. And I was doing a bunch of research the other day because he was coughing a lot. I think it was Saturday or Sunday. Yeah. And it's absolutely a sign that your medications probably stopped working, and he's on the clock. Oh, yeah. I was He's reading on, on a. Pa- the vet told us that. <clears throat> the vet told us that, like. Oh, you did know, she say that? We're we're fighting a losing battle, and you know it's just a matter of time eventually. So that's okay. I mean, you know, we know that, and uh, providing with as much love and care and and you know support until the time comes. Yeah. I- and he's we not going over that. the rainbow bridge and I'm not going to see him in heaven. It's totally okay. Oh God, here we go. So now when you die, you go over a rainbow bridge? No. <laughs> Stay hard. Trust me. Mrs. Monty? Cool. Yeah. What happens when you die? Lights out. Lights out, bro. <laughs> sir, yes, sir. You know. So you just think that's it? Yeah. It, the darkness prevails. You know, we have no evidence that anything else happens other than, you know, the, the electricity in your brain, the signals stop okay. being sent and, and your body deteriorates. Someone else said in there that we fertilize the land and, you know, essentially if we weren't put in boxes and things. Yeah, I just don't want to be buried. The thought of people coming to visit me is weird. I it's, think it's, it's just weird. a racket. It's a racket. They're, you're paying tens of thousands of dollars 
for a box and a hole in the ground and people to come and grieve <coughs> for per, in perpetuate in in perpetuity. Don't forget the flowers. <coughs> Don't forget like, the flowers. It's a racket. It's a racket. It is a racket. Stop. Giggity says, love hearing Monty talk to the wifey the same way I talk to mine. <laughs> <laughs> Taylor Smith says, rip the barf dog. I'm, yeah. I, I will. I will. Oh, Ryan yeah. Fair says, feed the dog blue cheese. No, that's probably how he got a heart, at, heart issue. We fed him too much. Not good. Smoke the dog. No. Kurt Meyer says, yeah, Rhino is the best. He is the best. He is the best. Jazz Perch One says haunted buildings are re- are a real thing for sure. My work is haunted as hell. Okay, so this is the other thing. You don't believe in ghosts. I'm telling you, the Maverick Center's haunted. I'm telling I you, it's haunted. So badly. Like I used to love ghosts and like paranormal, and I always we used like, to watch what is that show you love? Ghost Adventures right. or Ghost Hunters? I I I did until I started looking into the facts of things and. I started like reading things that those shows are entertainment. They want you to, to buy into it and it is entertainment. Yeah. But when you go into the facts of it, it's not true. And it's sad. And, and it's actually interesting. I was reading an article today um, that a, another person who was saying they grew up sort of like I did. I grew up with, um, oh, what was that? Drew Barrymore, uh, Firestarter. You know, she had like, oh my God, Firestarter. Right, like those kinds of stories. Um, you know, the stories about exorcisms, poltergeist. What and, about and that new the new um the new Russell Crowe priest movie, the fucking uh the Pope's Exorcist? Uh, right? All of I would stuff. see that for sure. Which is like all a way to keep you afraid of things you don't know about, right? I'm so and bricked up right now. I loved that stuff. And I always thought, oh, if I could have a superpower, it would be like kinetic abilities, like the ability to like move things. Telekinesis would be so cool. And then I started looking into it and there's like absolutely zero, 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 zero proof that there is any scientific evidence that that's a thing. And in fact, the more you look into it, the more you hear about things where, you know, the the lies have been perpetuated. Um, All I know is... That fucking door opened on its own. I'm for real. Then that chair, like last week, I don't know if I even told you about this. And look at the look, look at the, look at the, you're so full of shit. Look at the look on her face. You weren't expecting this one. (laughs) Like, look at, so the head is tilted. Here's, here's, here's the, here is the love language of you're an idiot. The head tilts a little bit and the face goes down, right? That door unlocked itself. The chair outside the window last week moved like on its own and, and dummy single guy over here got up and yeah, like I sent the Virgin outside to check on the chair and it had moved. Then today we get off the elevator. We went up to pregame on the fourth floor and we get off the elevator and I'm telling you the door closed and some dude was knocking on the inside of that elevator today. And I didn't even say anything about it. And he's the one who brought it up on the show. Yeah. Just saying. Boyd Lake says Rhino's going to the pet cemetery. <laughs> that movie's bro. That movie terrorized me as a kid. That movie scared the hell out of me. Truck Stop Gumby says we need Mrs. Monty to give us a vlog from Skinwalker Ranch. Bro, nah, wow. I'm good. I'm good. Wow. No Salty problem. Salty Drunk no says problem. Mrs. Monty has a great uplifting personality and she's got a great rack too. Yeah, if you pay um, 999 <clears throat> 
By the way, Mrs. Monty, when are we going back to Australia? Because James owes me a case of Forex Gold Summer. Anytime, man. Uh, we keep up with the relatives there, and they yeah. are thriving. So I would yeah. love to Taylor Smith says, does Mrs. Monty have a gaming chair? I do. She does. And I'm about to get a gaming chair to sit in on this show because this chair is killing me. Um, Glenn Beck has a video of this at his museum. Of what? Glenn Beck's a crazy dude. DeLambo says science is is a dog always chasing its own tail. It is. Cause, but I th- I'm a science guy. I'm a science guy. And really, Mrs. Monty, this is your fault. She's kind of turned me into a science guy. When we're having sex, she calls me Bill Nye. Um, oh, okay. Well, that's not Bill okay. Nye the science. Hold on. Hold on. There are limitations on this program. I know you did not just roll out with when we have sex, she calls me Bill Nye the science guy. Bro. <laughs> Come on, that was a little funny. This is not true. This is not true. Travis Bird wants everybody to know that he smokes weed three, three times a day. <laughs> okay. I smoke three joints in the morning. <clears throat> I smoke, I smoke three, three joints, joints and I, I, I and again, two. I'm the guy is who's never even joints? tried weed. By the way, can we talk about pornography anyway. for a minute here Dude, on the Monty Show? this is crazy. What, what? What do you guys think of this graphic? This is from Pornhub. Well, of course. Who put out a graphic of searches for Stormy Daniels. Oh my God, just like that. Oh. And you will notice that on April... Or March 31st through April 4th, she had 631,474, 531, and yesterday, 650,000 of you filthy animals <laughs> searched Pornhub for Stormy Daniels. Well, By the way, I hope she's making some money off that because she has to pay legal fees. Yeah, like 700,000. Yeah, from the definition. I want it. So, yeah, search. Give her some cash back. I, but first of all, first yeah. of all, I found out yesterday, or somebody in the show yesterday said Pornhub is blocked in Utah. Is that true? I don't know. Makes sense. I don't know. Hmm. But also... Couldn't you, like, mask your IP? But also, Stormy Daniels makes no money on Pornhub because they don't pay people. They don't pay people. Unless... From what I understand... I don't know enough about Pornhub, so... Pornhub is a free pornography site. So, but is, is that not so on brand for us dudes that Donald Trump? How do you know it's only guys? Okay, for us Americans. <laughs> hey, man, if it's you like humans hey, hey, are interested in sex. So. Listen, um, ladies, if you want to go to the Y for dinner, that's up to you, man. <laughs> I'm not the guy that's going to judge you, dude. I just assumed I'm going to no. guess it's like 99.9% dudes. But you notice what people didn't search for? Donnie. Donald Trump on Pornhub. Because, oh, like, literally no one wants to see his little mushroom. See, this is, again. I'm screwed. Do you guys understand what I deal with now? Why would we talk about sex and pornography? Would you bring up the Donald's name? Like, the Don. No, no, no. What I, the fuck does one thing have right? to do with the other? What are you doing? No, no. Not but even this the is women so on brand. Search for Donald Trump on Pornhub. They're like, no, Stormy Daniels. Let me check that one out. Crispy Bacon <laughs> says, Monty said, great rack. Hand orange covering eyes. Love this show. <laughs> so there saying. was a law. 
in 2020 that was put out in Utah that says websites like Pornhub and several others have to attach an opt-in screen when you go to their site that says you're aware that it's adult content and you're cool with that. They so require, you do have to pay for Pornhub. No, you don't have to pay for it, You, but you have to basically release them from li liability. You have to check a box before you can enter the site that says, I'm aware of what okay. I'm about to view. By the way, uh, Salty Drunk, your boy just hit a three. Joe Ingles for three. Uh, Salty Drunk also says Pornhub is readily available in Melbourne. Okay. I'm sure it's available around the world with all kinds of things. Yep. Uh, Ryan Fair is porn and liquor legal, or is porn and liquor illegal in Utah? Liquor is readily, liquor's on every corner, dude. Like, I think there are, and, and that brings me to this other story. Did you guys see this story today um, about these two people that moved to Utah from California and, like, we want to go home? I want to go <laughs> home, daddy. Go so home. So, this is on Business Insider. An interview with a couple that said, we moved from California to Utah for the financial freedom to start our own business, but it wasn't as affordable as we thought. And after three years, we're ready to move back home. Okay. Ari Gold, play the drop. I got, hold on. I, Get yeah, I, the, I, yeah, I got to find it. Let me help you yeah. pack. Yeah. Let me, I'll even load the truck, dude. Like, yeah. this is the thing I don't understand. I think people think that you can just come to Utah. And, oh, it's it's Utah. The damn Mormons, they, they're cheap. The houses are... Do you understand how many people moved here three years ago? Like, no. it, it is Fabulous not cheap here. to live here. Yes, Americans. It is not cheap to buy a home here. Gas is not cheaper. Food is not cheaper. Landscaping's not cheaper. I, whatever else you want to think. Water is not readily available. Now it is. Like, don't move here. Get the fuck out! Like, don't move here, man. Like, I will seriously help you pack. Catch me outside. How about that? DM me, <laughs> folks. I will help you pack. Because the more people that leave Utah, get out. Go back to California, man. And listen, I don't hate California. I'm a huge California fan. I was just telling Mrs. Monty on the couch last night. I'm ready for a trip to L.A. I'm like ready for some sunshine <laughs> on my face. You know, let me pull out my man rack and let's suntan. Like, let's do it. Please. Like, I'm ready for some heat. Like, I I don't know how to break it to people. Utah is an elite place to live. But when you come from California and you think it's going to be cheaper, you're dumb. You're dumb. Because you, that means you didn't cheaper, do your homework. But like, yeah, you obviously didn't do enough of your homework. We, we came here from California and... It used to be far cheaper than California. It was the first time we were able to buy a home was when we moved to Utah. Yeah. But when we moved to Arizona, we saw that Arizona prices were almost the same. And then coming back, they were about the same as Arizona. They're not That's as right. high as California. But other stuff like maybe our gas is a little bit cheaper, but not really. groceries are pretty much the same. <laughs> like, yeah. Hey, bad news, hippie. Bad news. Uh, Like... Whole Foods is just as overpriced here as it is there. It's really despicable. Like the milk There's that's killing you is just as overpriced here as it is there. Do you think eggs are cheaper here because the Mormons have chickens? You're crazy. Like, <laughs> I just think that the stereotypes. Thank you. You're the ste thank the you, stereotypes that people have are remarkable to me. Yeah. They're, they're rem uh, just remarkable. To yeah. Me. I mean, my biggest fear is that Utah is just going to get overrun just like everywhere else. You know, we're going to go through this time where. 
Everyone's going to continue to move here. What? What? The Pope's Exorcist, yeah, the commercials on, on the, the TV right now. Fat Russell Crowe's in that movie. Dude, I'd go see it. Babe, what was the name of that Russell Crowe movie we watched? Gladiator. <clears throat> no. What was it called? Shoot, I'll have to look it up. Russell Crowe did a movie about a guy that's dying from cancer. Right. And he's a he's a billionaire. A he's a poker player. It was a really good movie. It was yeah. a really, really good movie. It's like it was only a year old, right? But it's yeah. it's an Australian film. It was but awesome. I think it was promoted very much here, and I'm sure that Salty Drunk knows. Uh, there's plenty uh, of toast for all the butter, says Mrs. Monty is cool. Please don't inflate her ego oh, anymore. Like thank there's you. The door jams are only so wide. You know what I was saying? Uh, we we never got to finish the conversation, though, about paranormal and stuff. No, and we were done. if anyone believes that they have psychic abilities or proof of ghosts, there is a challenge. You can win. I want to say it's like 500000 from the Center for Inquiry if you really think that, that you can true? prove. Is that true? Yes. And it has been up. It used to be a million dollars. But... Okay. Uh, I, they, I think they cut it down just because they had, I don't know, funding issues. But anyways, because it's a nonprofit, they have people all the time who say that they have abilities to either uh, like psychic abilities or, um, you know, they can uh, see ghosts, they can, and they have a very strict process. You can apply and they used to do it a lot more where they would have people apply. They would bring them in under a very strict uh, regimen to prove it. And now they've actually like backed it up because so many, uh, it, actually all of the people who claim it end up, they go through a process where then they can identify that there's usually some sort of a, a mental. Yeah. Don't you know who uh, I am? Yeah, I, I don't know. Oh, I shoot. have no idea. I'm not a guy that's going to pay a psychic. I don't know. Hey, I can Psychics tell you. Psychics are such a P.O.S. They are a racket. You know how I know? My ex-brother-in-law's cousin was one, and he told us all about <laughs> how he did that stuff. So if you called the Psychic Network, you could have talked to Paul, and he would have run all the games on you. And oh, he don't know nothing. And he made nine ninety nine a minute. Okay, that's funny. I'll charge you nine ninety nine a month to tell you the future. Yeah. Wow. Right? Brandon Unruh says the movie <laughs> was called Poker Face. Yes. Yeah. It was phenomenal. It was Travis Bird says really Russell Crowe smokes weed. Okay. Does he? I don't know. All right. Uh, Kay Nuren says love and prayers to the Golden Blue family. He will be missed. Yes, he will. Yeah. Uh, Truck Stop Gumby says, send Mrs. Monty to Skinwalker Ranch with a GoPro and a bucked up shaker. Yes, we know that <laughs> Skinwalker in. Ranch is cool. I'm totally what in. is it? Oh, it's been yeah, on Ghost Adventures. It's out in New Mexico, yeah. isn't it? Okay. I thought it was in Utah. It's in Utah. Is it in Utah? I thought so. Salty. Basically, it's this it's this area where there's a bunch of domes and it just, yeah, it's, it's crazy. Salty That's Drunk says, pan down a little, please, Mrs. Monty. <laughs> Main event says, uh, anyone remember Miss Cleo? Okay. Oh my gosh. Truck oh Stop Gummy gosh. says, so Mrs. Monty thinks Mrs. Cleo or Miss Cleo is a scam? Miss Cleo's a scam. Yes, and, very much so. Yeah. 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 Uh, Chet Wayman says, I have psychic abilities in Draper. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. My, my little guy downstairs knows when to stand Hiscock. up. Hiscock. I think he's a psychic. Hugh Janus. He can't read your mind, but man, them thighs speak volumes. Holden Middick. <laughs> <laughs> wow. 
It's so over. Uh, Miss Cleo is a scam, John Dry says. Yes. Kane Ern says, the best part of the show is the wife. We all love her. Thanks. Appreciate that. Jeff Johnson says, I don't believe much in psychics, but I don't think uh, ghosts being real is even a question. Definitely tormented souls that are stuck in purgatory of sorts in some crazy place all over the world. I believe in ghosts. I do. Again, I think, and I've, I've told this story. You've been to my, my, my childhood domicile in Evanston, Illinois on Lincoln Avenue, right by Dyke Stadium, the old Northwestern football stadium, across from the Catholic church where my knuckles bled. So I said, um, yeah. I just, I believe in it. I, I, it. And I'm telling you, man, you'll, but the problem is Mrs. Monty will be like, uh, there will be like a bang and a ghost will walk right in front of us and like, ghoul laugh and then disappear and she'll be like oh man we got to get the air checked did it you was see a all wisp that of cloud yeah did you see all that dust in the air <laughs> man we gotta get the we gotta get the filter change down there like you just will write it off like it's there's not fucking real you know right? Right? <laughs> ghost what what cocaine is a hell of a drug taylor smith says mrs monty what's your biggest sports take Ooh, biggest sports take Okay, well, you hate the NBA, so it's probably not that. Well, we don't I mean, watch. We don't want. The only thing you're really into is football. You want Aaron? Do you want Aaron Rodgers on the 49ers? I do not want Aaron Rodgers on the 49ers. Please, for God's sake, no, no. Aaron Rodgers, you no. can go to hell. If hell was real, Rogers, if right. hell was real, you can go to hell, sir. You can go to a darkness retreat and stay there. <laughs> Ryan Fair, I want to know about these texts Mrs. Monty sent. She was oh, taunting I, me over text message earlier. You know. He was saying that, you know, don't date a girl who likes blue cheese. And I was like, I like blue cheese. And, you know, not all cats are bad. Yeah, they I, are. I don't have cats because I'm terribly allergic to cats. And I don't like hairballs. I don't like cats. Ugh. Barf up hairballs. <laughs> but I don't think they're all bad. Okay, let's end the show talking about candy. Yeah. Because Jimmy Neutron over here, we're walking through Harmon's this morning. So we had to go to Harmon's to get egg whites because we're doing this whole never eat out, cook your food, BS. stupid son of a bitch. Which has worked out pretty well. Um, so I was out of egg whites. So we went and we got some egg whites today. And we walked down the candy alley. He's like, see, look at it. Look at all the greatness. I'm mm. so bricked up Look right at all now. the greatness, motherfuckers. Look at it. Yeah, man. And it's like a whole section of Reese's candy. Trees and eggs and, and bunnies, and, you know. There's a new study out that says Reese's eggs are by far in a runaway the number one most popular uh, Easter candy. Not the real. Um, seasonal candies, 50% jump in sales in a two-week period for Easter 2022. Not the real. Now, here's the other problem, though. And, and Mrs. Monty, I know you know about this. The top-ranking Reese's yeah. uh, is especially notable considering it took second place coming in behind Cadbury cream eggs. Oh. Boo. Cadbury I, eggs last year nah, were the most dude. popular candy. Nah, I'm good, dude. That's... Who? I, I don't like that weird sugary cream on the inside. Like... <laughs> <laughs> But if it was salty, you'd be fine with it. No. Just bro, bro. See, you come on every time you're on the show. This is why we can't put her on the show. Oh, man. 
that creamy stuff that gets all over your mouth? Man, I hate that. That's I need a dick. And it drips down your chin. <laughs> you know, you look down and it's all over your chest. I and then you're like, well, great. Now I got to change my shirt. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I'm sorry. Were you anyway. refer you were referring to Cadbury eggs right there? Right. Um, <clears throat> anyway, I don't know anybody that eats Cadbury eggs. There's <sighs> one Cadbury egg that is edible. It's the double chocolate with the caramel inside. That's yeah, the only one I've like ever eaten. It's the only one I will. Eggs. They had the best commercials for like decades. They had the best Easter commercial with like the lion that would go. Bark, 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 bark. Like, but that was it. That was their winning. <laughs> really good marketing is what they had. I don't know anybody who has a Cadbury egg and then goes like, oh God, that was so good. And this is not to be confused with a jade egg, right? I mean, this is two different things. No, but Mrs. Monty did make a great point during the Gwyneth Paltrow trial that Gwyneth Paltrow did make a candle that burned the scent of her vagina. Wow. She does have a, 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 you can get a candle that smells like her vagina. Why would you want that? What would I, I do without know. you? Anyway. I don't know. Yeah, Reese you're is also, by, five, by far my favorite. But you're also somebody, Mrs. Monty, you blue cheese-eating fanatic, who will eat peeps. I, I will. I'm not going to say that they're great tasting, but peeps have been a, a, a part of our lives for decades. We did. We used to do peep dioramas. Um, you know, yes, yes, I yes. won a contest with a, a peep diorama. Um, so, you know, I, peeps are fun. I don't know, man. I, I am not. A, I am not a peep guy at all. I'm not. Mike M says, I love Cadbury eggs. That's all I usually get on Easter. Somebody that, dude. Really? Cadbury eggs are delicious. I'm all about it. Snack-tastic? Are you serious? Stop. Dude, gee off, bro. Too much time down by the pipes, bro. Come on. Giggity. Those orange-flavored chocolate are pretty good. Orange chocolate. Oh, my oh God. yeah, yeah. The the ones that you break apart, those are my favorite at Christmas. The... But what are the ones that are, um, they have the, the marshmallow inside of the rabbit-shaped chocolate? Stover, Russell Stover's. That is crap. Oh, it's so oh. good. It's so good. Uh, <laughs> Brandon Unruh says Reese's peanut butter eggs are the best by yeah, far. Goat. By far. Go to. Yeah. Cadbury yeah. eggs are really good. Y'all wrong. Jackson Graham says, you know well, what? maybe I so got this happy. wrong, dude. There are what, more Kurt? for you. More Cadbury eggs for you. I will leave them all for you. I have tried dehydrated peeps. Good stuff. Oh. Bro, dude. I would try what? that. But I'm kind of with Giggity but, on the orange chocolate thing. I think or, the orange, oh. the, you mean like the little pieces of an orange that form a bigger orange, right? Yeah. In the, like the orange, aluminum wrapping apart. thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Oh, yes. Those things are bomb. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Those are good. Jake, play the music. Yeah. We have to go. I have to tinkle. Um, Mrs. Monty, always really good to see you. The love of my life. My far, 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 far better half. I love you. You're beautiful. I'll see you in like an hour. I love you too. I'll so. see you guys at the Skinwalker Ranch. We'll do a special from there. All right. Well, hopefully we'll see you soon. Love you. Talk to you later. That's Mrs. Monty. Honey. Until tomorrow, Jake. Yeah. Say right. go surreal. Go surreal at Skinwalker Ranch for all the sinners.